Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. Fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. Keep on moving out, keep on moving in back Because of the color of the skin Run, run, run but you so can't hide And I bought out a tooth for a tooth Vote for me and I'll set you free Rap on, brother, rap on Well, the only person talking about me Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to my nation. Rising past the Beatles, new records of gas. And the only safe place 
laid on Eve of destruction, tax deduction Infect of the collective All good in the man, population of hell Suicide, too many bills, help it move it to the hills People all over the world are shouting in the war And the band played on Technology is evolving faster and faster. Not surprising when you consider that today, more scientists are doing research than in all of history combined and using superior instruments and communication tools. New technologies like biogenetics, artificial intelligence, implants, and nanotechnology have advanced vastly in the past few decades. These various technologies seem now to be converging towards one goal, to overcome human limits and to create new, higher forms of life create something transhuman. Robert Anton Wilson has been calculating this acceleration of knowledge. He calls it the jumping Jesus phenomenon. The jumping Jesus phenomenon is my name for the acceleration of information throughout history. I first got, I first heard of that from Alfred Gorzybski, a Polish mathematician who invented a scientific discipline called general semantics. And Kozhipsky noted that information was doubling faster and faster every generation. And he said, we've got to be prepared for more and more change. We've got to train ourselves to be less dogmatic and more flexible so we can deal with change. He took the unit at 1 AD as his basic unit to calculate how long it took for the information available to human beings to double. And it took 1,500 years which brought us up to the time when Leonardo da Vinci was in his 40s and the Renaissance was at its height. I decided to call this unit a Jesus. So in 1 AD, we had one Jesus. In 1500, we had two Jesus. The next doubling only took 250 years. We already you can see the acceleration factor. And by 1750, we had four Jesus. The next doubling took 150 years. And by 1900, we had eight Jesus. The next doubling only took 50 years, and by 1950, we had 16 Jesus. By 1960, in only 10 years, we had 32 Jesus. By 1967, we had 64 Jesus. And by 1973, 128 Jesus. And the latest estimate I've seen by Dr. Jacques Vallée, a computer scientist, is that knowledge is doubling every year. But I heard that. Oh, about five, six years ago, I saw something on the net recently. Somebody estimated it's doubling about twice a year now. Obviously, if we're experiencing more change now in a year than we previously experienced in a thousand years, 
we can propagate that trend into the future and see that a day will come when we will experience more change in an hour than we have experienced in the past 20, 30,000 years. A situation like that is unimaginable. So we call it uh, a singularity, a place where the normal rules of modeling break down. Uh, modern religions have anticipated the singularity by calling it uh, the eschaton or the end of time. Technological communities have anticipated the singularity by thinking in terms of artificial intelligences or something like that. In whatever form it takes, we seem to be on the cusp of a dramatic evolutionary leap into a deeper order of complexity than biology or biology plus culture has been able to provide. We're on the brink of something truly awesome and unknown. A future where knowledge evolves at infinite speed. It is clear that no regular human being will be able to keep up with this acceleration. Some futurologists anticipate that species of higher intelligence will at one point take over further progress. These might be artificial intelligences, genetically upgraded humans, or a combination of both. Most calculations anticipate this moment to be between 2035 and 2045, so it is not a far-off science fiction scenario. How can we deal with such a future? It's like you're just saying that only Jesus can fill that space, and I'm saying that to every person not, not and, and God, God, the You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be just Jesus. How do we prepare for such a technocalypse? The singularity I put in 2045, uh, at that point, the non-biological intelligence that we create that year will be about a billion times greater than all biological human intelligence. There are a growing number, maybe a few hundred people, who are seeing the writing on the wall that these technologies are coming this century. And they will allow humanity, if, if we, you know, as human beings, as a species, if we choose, it's, you know, it's a critical concept, if we choose, we could build godlike, massively intelligent machines with capacities, oh God, trillions of trillions of times above ours. I mean, they, they may reach a certain level of artificial intelligence where they themselves then start redesigning themselves, right? The singularity, that, that, that idea, when, when, when a certain level, a threshold level of intelligence is reached, and then it's no longer human beings who design the next generation. They do it, and they're doing it at the speed of light electronically so up up 
goes the, the AIQ very fast and we just lose control. We just sit back and you know, watch, watch what happens. And, and they're the boss. Well, for a long time, I've been trying to understand why there is not more resistance to various technological agendas. The computer is an instrument that enables humans to be much more powerful than they ought to be. And so there, anything coming from the computer revolution, I will regard as dangerous, ultimately dangerous. In fact, I would say that within the next 20 to 30 years, we will see the catastrophe. One of the things about technological development, there's never a moment that we can, as I say, stop and evaluate because everybody's saying, oh, wait, 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 it's going to get better, it's going to get better. Oh, yes, there are problems now, there are bugs now, but we will solve them. And so there's an infinite uh, deferring of evaluations and decisions. Okay. Um, and that's irrational. You ain't got, a, you ain't got much time there because God said, Christ said if you don't cut the time short, there'll be no fresh steps in your ear. You know that's a mind, you mad scientist. The accelerating pace um, of innovation um, is uh, not only destabilizing, but throws everyone really reeling on the defensive. Okay. We call it stress. People are dropping like flies. Okay. Um, part of it is just the anxiety. Uh, is this is this the way we want to live? Why not slow things down? What's the hurry? I'm not interested in um, a future where there are um, post-human beings if I'm not one of them. I want to be there. It's very important to me that I live and thrive in the future, not just to think about some robots taking off into space. I want to be there. Uh, they could take advantage of intelligence theory and wire up their circuitry in a way that make their Einstein plus, 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 right? They could be incredibly smart. That would, that would be like God stuff. You know, human beings with our puny little brains. There are two things that are infinite. The universe and human stupidity. The human species is one that has a brain that's already too big. And now we have in the computer something that extends the power of that brain almost limitlessly. The machines are not the problem. It's the monkeys behind the machines that need to be addressed. We're all stupid. We don't, we don't think very well. We can't remember more than about seven numbers in a row before our, our brain gives up. Uh, we have very bad short-term memories. We can't think of long chains of reasoning without forgetting where we started. Uh, that's all design defects as far as I'm concerned. So is that an enhancement to improve that or is it repairing a defect? It doesn't really matter. We should be using technology to make ourselves better. I am convinced that these technologists at MIT uh, in, in all their fancy laboratories up there and artificial intelligence are correct when they say that the question in another 50 years will be whether the machines want to keep us around as pets or not. Who is to say that for whatever reason, sometime in the future, those artifacts may decide, you know, those human beings, you know, the pests, right? they are so inferior to us, they get in the way, they're eating up our resources that we need, whatever, you know, taking up our atoms that we need to go bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't worry, well, I do worry, but I'm not overly concerned about the possibility that they will race ahead of us and, if we're lucky, treat us as pets. 
I think more likely what's going to happen is that we will become increasingly integrated functionally with our technology, with our computers, with our robots. And rather than it being a them and us situation where they're the ruling class and we're the poor serfs underneath, I think we'll be much more integrated. Well, that is the most tricky question. Are we going to retain the monkey meat? Are we going to hang on to the body and through the body have a connection to the rest of animal nature? Or are we going to become disembodied streams of electrons moving in virtual realities that are contained entirely in circuitry? I think this will probably go both ways. There will be fundamentalists who want nothing to do with technological transformation, and there will be utopians who won't be able to get enough of it. This is probably the moral frontier where we each personally must make a stand. How much of the new technology and its reality-redefining qualities do we want to take into our own lives? We will have cyborg bodies. We will have augmented bodies. We will automorph ourselves into whatever vehicle keeps us in existence for the longest period of time with the most pleasure, the least pain, and the, and the, and the most ease, the most elegance. Everything that you need, everything, spiritually, emotionally, financially. The post-biological folks will say, you know, like, well, you people have a, a primitive atavistic attachment to the species let it go let it go come with us we're the bold ones okay we'll move on to the you know that's really scary stuff to me really scary a great number of people who i refer to as biological fundamentalists have a great fear of moving outside their biology moving into other bodies other forms for transport these people have a lot of of commitment a lot of mythology a lot of tradition and history attached to their bodies, our sacred bodies, the house of our soul. I mean, I can imagine myself being a, you know, a moderately modified uh, cyborg. I mean, uh, you know, I'd nice to have my arteries cleaned out and I'd like to have better memory capacity and I'd like to be able to learn Chinese in two seconds just by going, right? That would be great. But uh, that to me is small beer. That's nothing in comparison to what these godlike. That's, that's, I deliberately use that word, godlike. Artelics could be. Well, it's a philosophical issue as to whether uh, this is still human. Uh, in my mind, it's definitely going beyond biology. But I don't define human as just biological. I mean, we're already taking steps beyond biology. There's not a single organ in the human body, including regions of the brain, we are not already creating substitutes or extensions or augmentations. Uh, so if somebody has a, an artificial pancreas, is, are they not human? If they have a neural implant in their brain, are they not human? How about two neural implants? Or maybe you, you can have up to 10, then you're human, but 11, you're not human anymore. If you have these nanobots, blood cell size robots in the brain that are actually have computers interacting with your biological neurons, is that still a human? Well, one nanobot's probably okay. How about 500 million nanobots? I don't know how people are going to stop this, although my hope is that when we effectively destroy half of human life on Earth through one technological mistake or another, or a combination of them, the diseases that we are allowing to come out uh, now, 
or the poisons that we create, or, or, or the global warming. One or another of these things destroy half the population on Earth. The other half will say, whoa, we've gone too far. What do we do now? Humanity will become extinct, but in the sense of a pseudo-extinction, in that it is clear that if we are going to be altering our own biology and transforming ourselves, that we are going to change, and we're going to change in, in enormous ways and very unforeseen ways. And that means that Homo sapiens, as we know it now, will cease to exist. But that's, that's got to be a form of madness. It's got to be a form of techno-blindness to want the end of the human species to, to transform it into a mechanical species. It's a kind of species side, you know, the, the, the destruction of a species, against a kind of, I use the word, deicide, a god-killing. If you, if, if you choose not to build these artifacts, in a sense you're, and you're removing the possibility of creating gods. It's, it's a kind of potential death of God, if you like. Now, which is worse? This is, this is uh, 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 suicide. This is echo-side. I think it has begun to sink in, and there are many that would say, stop. We've got to draw a line there. But it can't be stopped because this is a whole broad uh, front that is moving forward. If it, if genetics is one aspect of it. Computers are another aspect of it. Uh, communications are another aspect of it. Everything is changing about, about life, and it's changing increasingly rapidly. Should we stop it? Should, should, should we sort of say, okay... AIQ, artificial intelligence quotient, at this level, we're going to legislate, perhaps even globally. That's the cutoff point. No robot, no artificial intelligence, no artelect like, is allowed by law, by human law, to go beyond that. You think that's going to happen? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's going to happen at all. There is no human, there is no social, there is no governmental control over what these technologies are doing and will do. How are you going to stop trillions of dollars industry in building these, these godlike machines, you know, the, the robot industry, like the, the future Microsofts and Intels and so on in the 2030s, 2040s, I, I believe will be a artificial brain-based and just enormous. There may be enormous political rivalries for the dominant country between China and the US. Now, if that's the case, the development of this artificial intelligence will just keep growing. Even if it goes secret, even if the general population start to really rebel against it, if they get really upset. But I think the major reason why it's not going to stop is about half of the population will be ideologically in favor of it going on. We are going to become gods.
period. If you don't like it, get off. You don't have to contribute. You don't have to participate. But if you're going to interfere with me becoming God, we'll have big trouble. And we'll have warfare. For one group, you'd be building gods. It's, it's just you know, amazing. It's, it's awe-inspiring. It's energizing, right? It's, it's, it's setting a goal for humanity. There's a whole universe out there, right? You know, the big picture. And on the other hand, potential risk of seeing the whole human species annihilated by, by these superior creatures who, who could just... The only way you could prevent me is this is to kill me. If you kill me, I'll kill you. I'm anticipating the most passionate war that has ever been. We're not talking about the survival of a, of a tribe or a people or a country. We're talking about the survival of a whole species. So, so the passion levels will be extreme. I deserve hell. You deserve hell. You have a seed that you deserve the wrath and anger and vengeance. What I'm, what I'm talking about is a renewed embrace of our existence. It's got problems, and it's finite, but um, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not driven to flight from it. Uh, we have to learn humility. Species humility. The, the, the more I think about that versus that, the more magnificent that becomes because its potential is just so much greater. A billion billions of people get wiped out on the cosmic scale as a cosmos, right? If you try to think of those, that's nothing compared to that. But if you can't see that, this is absolutely monstrous. This is not even one of those events. Probably most people can anticipate horror. It's, it's fairly simple concept to understand. You know, people getting killed, you know, people get run over by cars all the time. You just multiply that by a billion or race. That's relatively easy to understand. That is much harder. It's very exciting because something will happen. Without that, nothing will happen, and maybe we'll have a civilization that lasts for a million years and does the same thing every day. And then when the sun... Uh, gets too hot or too cold, it's going goes away. So I don't see the point I don't see the value of anything that doesn't change. You're saying in X number of thousands of years the sun is going to explode and so we have to prepare for it now. And I say, well, okay, that's interesting. But how about preparing for the essentially toxic shock of our planet today? Or if you walk around, you see a lot of people with no housing, no place to live. Not enough food. So the explosion of the sun can wait. Only a food is gonna pollute the water that is all damn kids up the tree. Only a food is gonna what? It's gonna it's gonna pollute the air that he has to breathe. This is a moment in time where for the first time we can truly imagine feeding everyone. I mean, 
this is something new without precedent. We are able to have more humans. Uh, we are able to uh, fight against diseases, childhood diseases, so that there can be more people and they can live longer. And isn't this wonderful? Well, no. Of course it's not wonderful. That's exactly the using up the resources of the earth for the human species. One species out of a billion species is using up all of the resources for its own material betterment. Every moment that I speak, another species is being extinguished. We are moving into the unknown. And we see lots of possibilities for catastrophe. And the immediate reaction is, well, we should stop development in some way. And yet we can't. We're on this, you know, this raceway. We really, we can't stop it because if we try to stop it, it will be completely unsustainable. The human population has risen to a magnitude that could not be sustained without technology. Establish small communities with small technologies. It's very simple. Just as we have today the Amish who want to stabilize their culture at a late 19th century level of technology, I can imagine a group, um, I like to call them the humanish, who might want to stay merely human and say, you know, let's, okay, we'll keep our internet connections, but let's not have any brain plugs. Let's not upgrade our intelligence. Let's just keep things as they are today. That's enough. And if they want to do that, fine. I think they should be quite able to do that. But most of us, I think, will see the advantages of living longer, getting smarter, refining our emotions and our personality. You can't go back and you can't stand still. If the thunder don't get you, then the lightning will. We've been traveling this technological path for 15,000 years. It's a little late. We're in a new direction. Our hands, our minds were made for the manipulation of matter and the creation of technology. So I, I embrace it. I think the future is marvelously uh, exciting and bright. We have all these devices. You're a technophobe. You're a Luddite to silence and dismiss any and all criticism. Not only as irrelevant and irrational, but also as irreverent. That if you're critical, you're not being reverent enough. Why is it one of my life goals to raise the, the alarm you know, to, to try to generate this debate. 
answer, but one answer is because I'm so ambivalent. See, if, if I were 100% cosmist, I would just quietly do my work and not say anything. Just, just do it, right? Because I, I want the technology to be there. And the faster it's there, less, less climbing time, right? More likely that the, the, these artleks would be built quietly and then suddenly, fait accompli, they're just there, right? So, yes, I think we need to uh, downplay the caution and move ahead faster. The debate will heat up and rage. There are consequences. And then people take sides. And then you'll start getting assassinations. And sabotage. Giga death. The worst war that we've ever seen. We have to grow up as a people, and the faster we do that, the better it will be for us all. I just feel profoundly schizophrenic on this issue. Torn. Because it's so horrible and it's so magnificent. see that we are going to uh, to go back. You don't have that choice. That, that, that we're going to uh, be able to stop this. Are we going to deny the creation of all this magnificence? You don't have that choice. All this incredible stuff that may be coming in the future? And you don't even deserve it. That's a tragedy. That would, that would be horrible if we did that. They, they could go anywhere. They, they, they would be immortal. They would be immortal. You will be joyful. You can live with God forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Good. It's very curious. That is, we're, we're not able to be rational about this presumably most rational of Anti-nature technology must be the devil. I 
now the most press, pressing issue is aging and death and human stupidity, which makes it so hard to solve problems. So to me, now all the incentive is towards speeding up development. The record is clear, uh, the historical record, that human beings are not capable of safely and reliably using that technology. Uh, the, 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 the potential for mischief is enormous. Okay? And unless human beings somehow reinvent themselves. Look, I think the solution for us today is the same as it was for the Luddites. And the Luddites took a hammer like this, and a big 10-pound hammer, and they smashed the machines that bothered them. And this is a machine, I think, that bothers me and bothers our life and will destroy our life. Here's what we should do. And I... Since 1978, the Unabomber had struck 16 times, killing three people and injuring 23. And this may be what he looks like. Sir, are you the Unabomber? Sir, are you the Unabomber? Theodore Kaczynski was the Unabomber. He was a brilliant mathematician, an assistant professor at the University of California. After two years, he resigned without any explanation and went to live in a small cabin in the woods. There, he proceeded to form his personal terrorist group, send letter bombs to scientists and propagators of technology and become U.S. public enemy number one, the Bin Laden of the 80s and 90s. In his manifesto, published by some major newspapers, he fulminates against modern society. He says that the proponents of modern technology are naive in their optimism. If scientists succeed in making intelligent machines, he says, the fate of the human race will be at the mercy of the machine. Kaczynski maintains that the bad and good aspects of the industrial technological society cannot be separated. Therefore, he declared revolution on modern society. The destruction of the system must be the revolutionary's only goal. The factory should be destroyed, technical books burned. The alternative proposed by Kaczynski is going back to nature. He calls it wild nature because he understands that this also means giving up social justice, modern health care, and welfare. I'm convinced that what the Unabomber was saying, uh, a lot of people, he took it another step further. And as he says in the manifesto, in order to be heard, I had to kill people, okay, or we because the manifesto was written as if it were a group, we had to kill people. Well, that's, that's a horrible thought, but it's also true. How do we create um, the space and, and the attention to these issues? Okay. Kaczynski did it by killing people. Well, um, maybe there are better ways of doing that. Okay. I don't know. What can we expect in the coming decades? The prospects of technology appeal to people's deepest fears as well as to their highest hopes. A rational debate about the future seems no longer possible. In fact, such discussion by definition is beyond our human capacities. Aren't we still too human to be prepared for becoming transhuman? It is an enormous privilege to be alive right now and to be a part of this movement. And it's a very difficult time. I don't deny that at all. I look at it more as a birth pain, that here is this change that's occurring and we're coming down the birth canal and there's 
blood around and it's a difficult process but it's a birth that is occurring it's not a death and i think that when future humans look back on this era from several hundred years in the future they will not remember this time as one when we squandered the resources of the planet when we destroyed our planet essentially they'll look at this as an extraordinary moment in time when we develop the basic uh, technologies the, the basis for their societies we developed genetic engineering the ability to basically rework our own genetic blueprint which is something unprecedented it's never happened in three and a half billion years of history we began to move out into space for three and a half billion years life all of life has been constrained to this thin film on the surface of the planet and now quite suddenly in just an instant in time we're moving out towards the universe and the third thing that has occurred in our era is artificial intelligence computers suddenly non-living material is beginning to achieve a level of complexity that rivals that of life itself so these are three things that are absolutely unprecedented in the history of life and they're occurring now and is it any surprise that this is something that is jarring and shaking up the environment and causing extinctions this is going to provide the basis not just for the next hundred years but for thousands of years tens of thousands if not millions of years and I see a long future stretching out ahead some people are already preparing to become part of this transhuman era one of them is Terence McKenna an ethnobotanist who studied shamanism in the Amazon according to McKenna to get ready for a future life where we will live uploaded in computers we must first prepare ourselves mentally the best way to do so, he believes, is through the use of psychedelic drugs. In a sense, this historical crisis or this singularity that we're approaching is like a transition from a low dimensional world, say a world of two or three dimensions, to a world of four, five or six dimensions. This is what I believe actually happens to a human uh, brain-mind system under the influence of psychedelics. So in a way, the best practice for the approaching singularity is the repeated dissolving and reconstituting of one's personality through the use of psychedelic uh, substances. This is one of the most interesting new psychedelics in the world. This is Salvia divinorum and uh, it is definitely one of the plants which will shape the next few decades of the new millennium. This is a coleus. It's ironic that these plants, which have been in our kitchens and in our windowsill flower beds for generations, turn out to contain psychoactive compounds as powerful as any known to science. These are not particularly interesting in terms of drugs, but they're certainly bizarre. When I take psychedelics, I always do it in a shamanic style, usually at night, usually alone, in nature if possible, and then I watch. I pay very close attention. I use my mind as an alchemical vessel 
for carrying out observations on the union of spirit, my spirit, my personality, and matter, the physical matter of the substance that I'm ingesting. Nothing in human experience is as much like the singularity as a psychedelic experience. In a way, it's a microcosmic anticipation of this macrocosmic event in history. Uh, when we take psychedelics, we undergo a mini apocalypse, a mini revelation, and it positions us then for these larger events in the historical time stream. I'd like to climb up here with me. This is one of the most interesting plants in the garden. This is Cicotria viridis. This is the plant which causes the vision. When taken with ayahuasca, when taken as a liquid, the experience lasts about four to six hours. It's not as intense as smoking it. Smoking it is the most intense experience this side of the yawning grave. When you can see the future, it is a very difficult thing to deal with the idea that we are, in fact, one of the last generations that will live a normal human lifespan. And there's a tendency for us, therefore, to want these things to occur more rapidly than they may actually occur. This is the number one intellectual challenge, namely you get to rejuvenate yourself. Now, how much is that worth? It's worth a great deal of money. As a matter of fact, when you get people my age, it's worth all the money that they have. I don't think people live long enough right now. It takes 50 years to understand modern mathematics. We're into life extension. Bottom line, we don't want to die. It's not a question of will we, it's a question of when will we have in our hands the interventions at the molecular level, at the genetic level, that will truly extend the human lifespan, uh, perhaps uh, hundreds of years into the future. The only thing that you have to do is stay alive. I'm not sure what methods are actually going to work, but if you and I are going to live until those methods become available, we had better do everything that we can. I'm sure that we have a healthy lifestyle, and that includes eating the proper foods, taking your vitamins and mineral supplements, and it includes exercise, and everybody needs to have approximately a half hour a day of exercise and stress reduction because stress is another way that you can certainly reduce your, your lifespan. Doing those three things in different ways are a critical part of what I call the bridge plan, the plan or recommendations that you need to adopt in your life in order to bridge yourself from where you are now until the time in which all of these wonderful scientific medical interventions will become possible. Some people say, you know, if we live for a thousand years or even 200 years, 
we will have nothing to do. We will get bored. And, you know, there will, it will be pointless. And I say, well, first of all, how do we know? We can always just stop taking the medicines or we can, you know, jump off a cliff or whatever. But, no, how do we know? You know, we should, we should do the experiments. But the second thing that I say is, well, subjectively, you know, if I look at myself, how could I possibly ever get bored of punting? I mean, what can be better? What can possibly be better in life than just strolling down the river with a bear in one hand and a pole in the other hand, you know, I could live for a million years and I would never get bored of doing this. Of course, some people will not be able to live long enough to, um, to benefit from these therapies. Some people who are already much older than me, for example, much older than you, um, have no chance, really. I am 42. I think I have some chance of living long enough to live forever. But um, I have a good chance that, I, that the science will go more slowly and so it will not be good enough. So I think that anyone who is interested in living a long time should think very seriously about cryonic preservation. Your technique. Cryonics. There is experimentation now with the possibility that a body might be frozen and revived. If the frozen traveler awaits, what will he find? The advance of science tempts us to speculate on the nature of the world which lies ahead. They told a little bit about the, the basic idea of cryonics, and it just it seemed like a, a great idea. I think it's pretty cool. Like, you die and you come back and you see whatever happened in the future. For me, I feel like it, it's just a waste. <laughs> You know, maybe I'm, you know, a woman, so that's the way. Cranix is a procedure by which people are frozen shortly after death in the hopes that the information that is encoded in the brain will be usable in order to reconstitute the person sometime in the, uh, the future. It's, it's a cheaper process. It takes less nitrogen boil off to maintain such a thing. But there could be some arguments that they're losing some part of what they are. It is their belief that future science will be able to develop maybe a new body or an android or something. More and more people only go for the head. Not just because it's cheaper, the process is also easier to control. However, how to recover your body afterwards still remains an open question. But there are many examples in nature to make it seem possible. Some animals, like lizards, have the ability to regenerate a limb after it is lost. But in humans also, when a reasonably small part of the liver is cut off, it can grow back. Or when children before puberty lose a part of their finger, the finger can grow back to normal if treated well. This indicates that this kind of regeneration is not impossible. It's not impossible because it's being done by nature right now. So if we can simply find those secrets, the secret of the salamander, and be able to find how the salamander regenerates, then we may be able to apply the same uh, kinds of human beings.
other possibilities. We may have vastly improved bodies. They may be made of metal. Uh, they may be much different than the bodies that, uh, that you're looking at right here. And however, the mind would be the same. And with this mind in a metal body, I might be able to walk around on some of the heavy planets, on Uranus, for example, or on, uh, on, on Jupiter. So that is a, a possibility that's suggested. Another possibility is simply living inside a, a computer uh, to where uh, we're living in a virtual world, a virtual reality. And if that's the case, there's certainly no problem with space. Uh, we'd be able to cram the entire human race into that computer over there. Anyone making this trip knows that it may be a trip that goes on forever. Anyone making this trip knows that it may be the fact that every single person in suspension, including this dear lady, may never be revived. It's a crapshoot, but we're the only game in town. Ready? guys are not going to get to see the very bottom tank. Yeah, it's the biological. I think that's the biological. I can tell by the face. Sorry, not there. It seems obvious this is the way to go. Cryonics has some religious aspects in that our heaven in a way is the future. volunteers into the rainforest and the volunteers are not trained people they cannot tell enough in an endangered plant or animal from anything else but what they do is they do grab bag fashion they have shovels and they grab some of this and they see a plant over here they grab that and they get all this kind of stuff 99.9 percent .9 of it is going to be junk but one percent may be very valuable it may be a plant or an animal from the rainforest or some other environment which has previously not been discovered and which will be wiped out unless it's saved right now and saved in the, uh, the, the best way that we can. I would love to have uh, whole ecosystems stored in some of the vaults that the American Grand Society is, is constructing in, uh, in out-of-the-way places in order to time machine forward some of the library of life 
from the 20th century. O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti.
And every Halloween, check out the murder scene. Can't help but duplicate the violence seen on the screen. My home's done before they get to see their birthday. This is the worst day. Sometimes it hurts to pray. And even God turned his back on the ghetto youth. I know that ain't the truth. Sometimes I look for proof of one day if heaven got a ghetto. And if it does, doesn't matter if you blood or you cuss. Remember how it was. The picnics and the parties in the projects. Four times drinking, getting high with the mob. Just another knucklehead kid from the gutter. I'm dealing with the man. Raised by a single mother I'm trying to tell you when it's on You gotta keep your head to the sky Be strong most of all Hold on, hold on Please welcome the brain trust. The brain trust. The brain trust. The brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
everybody we are in for another episode of hot damn politics it's your girl nefertiti survivor the game we gonna get it in right here on real nigga radio you know how we all day so we got a lot to discuss we got a lot to build on we got a lot to talk about expose whatever type of word you want to use we got to get into it tonight because there's a whole bunch of shit going on in the world Right, so we got to look at it from a political vantage point. We got to look at it from a personal vantage point, and we always got to be telling what these fools out here doing because they are doing a number on the masses. They're doing a number. They're doing a number on the masses. They stay doing a, a number on the masses. So we're gonna get in that tonight. Part two of uh, silent weapons for quiet war. Yes. I want to say what's up to everybody that's in the building tonight. You can be doing anything and anyone, but you're here tonight, so that means a lot. I'm going to start from the bottom all the way up to the top. We start with J1 is in the building. What's happening with you, J1? T-Bone 1991. T-Bone. Ooh, can I get the K? Hey, T-Bone, you, re- you related to Corn Pop? It seems like T-Bone and Corn Pop might be relatives. Did Joe Biden send you in here? Is you part of Joe Biden's folks that hang out with Corn Pop? Because he, he was a tough dude. What's up, J1? <laughs> what else, Sweet Old Shoon, is in the building? What's happening? <clears throat> yes, yes, self-guided is in the building. What's happening, SG? SG showed a picture, one of his throwback pictures of him in his Marine outfit. The eyes tell a lot. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul. You look so sad. Those eyes look so, like, it told a story of despair, but resolve. I'll give you that, SG. You've probably been through a whole lot in your lifetime, but you're still here, nigga. That's what's up. You're still here, my man. For real, J1, I I looked into old SGI's on in that in that picture, I was like, damn. You're like, brother, I had a lot of heartache in his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of overcoming a lot of shit. 
But I think all of us overcome a lot. That's why we're here, man. That's why we're gathered here today. We're gathered today on this holy match. Now, for, for real. Seriously, though. Shout out to my man, SG, my favorite anti-feminist. What's happening? I like SG way better than Kevin Samuels. That's my favorite anti-feminist right there. This nigga self-guided. What's up with you, SG? Miss Hudson is in the building. What's happening, Miss Hudson? What's going on? What's going on? I be that I am. You already know who he is. What's happening with you, I be? Ethereum forever. Forever. <laughs> Y'all know that movie? Forever. Forever. <laughs> That's one of my childhood funny movies. Oh, I can't even think about the title, but I just remember that scene. Forever. Give me forever's in the building. Baruji L is in the building. What's up with you, Baruji? Is it? Yeah, Sandlot. That's what's up. I, I knew somebody was going to pick Sandlot. Absolutely. When they were telling the story about the, um, right, when they go into the man's yard. Is that when they, they go into the man's yard for all the um, baseball that go over the fence? And that big-ass dog, uh, right? And some people never seen him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. That part. And the boy go forever. <laughs> oh, shit. I can watch an old school movie, nigga. I got, man. Oh, hold on. Before, let me finish this off. A Risky Gal 2020. What's up, Rish? Risky Gal. It's in the building, man. She wakes the day to consume the living. But last, definitely not least, got to give it up for the one, the only, Don Nicole Yo. Give yourself a hand. <laughs> What's up, Don? That's my girl right there. Right? this bitch in El Colón, Don Nicoleon. I have a microphone, and I'm speaking into the microphone as if the microphone is actually working. Something's wrong with me just a little bit. But it's okay. I think it makes me have, like, it puts me into a frame of mind. A frame of mind. Man, make sure y'all, I don't, I y'all probably ain't interested, but man, go to my uh, YouTube, man. I do um like 10 minute to 15 minute takes on the world of long-term care. <laughs> long-term care is called Let's Talk About Long-Term Care. <laughs> you know, if you ever interested to see me on camera, see me on film, you know, see my face instead of just my voice all the time. I always say this WGAG radio prepared me for a lot of things in life in more ways than one, ways that I could not have imagined. So that's why I always implore and encourage everybody to press one, let your voice be heard, because I'm telling you something, it's, it's an unlocking that happens when you speak, all right? Speak is power. Words is powerful. So speak, man. I, I Like I said, I've always said for years and years and years, I would tell them, I don't understand why more motherfuckers don't press one, man. We got a lot of listeners like, why you think motherfuckers don't press one? This is one of two things. Either they really, really, really like to hear us speak or they just haven't got there yet. They just, you know, not, non-participants would rather participate from from the chat, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with participating from the chat. Long as you interactive, that's all that matters. Oh, man, I forgot what I was gonna say besides that. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, um, yeah, make sure y'all check that out though, if you're interested about things in healthcare and shit like that. So what I was saying is that, um, 
I forgot what I was going to say that quick. I, those people were right. Like short-term memory is bad. But they also say short-term memory loss is a sign of genius. Who would have ever thought it? It's a sign of genius, right? That's what's up. But we got a lot to build on. We heard um, that, that that clip. That was part three. That was part three in the final part of um, – Transhumanism, that part was called um, moving towards singularity. And it's happening. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on my molder shit. You, you can't fight the future. They are going to move this shit into a technocracy. I mean, it's already a technocracy from a political standpoint, but we're talking about in, in a, how they're going to introduce technology, how fast they're going to do it. Um, this next 10 years are going to be... Uh, I think as something to it's going to be something to behold. It, it's going to be changing the history books in a, in a lot of ways with this rapid technology that they're going to be unleashing. Because we know damn well we ain't seen nothing yet. They got six degrees deeper of everything that we watching out here. Way more maniacal. Way more, you know, diabolical if you have it. And, it, and there's some things that are going to improve. But here's the thing. People think that um, what people get it fucked up is is that they think we're going to be living in a utopian world where machines do everything and we don't have to do shit but live and be married. That ain't reality. That's not the reality. Then all the machines do all the heavy lifting and thinking and stuff like that, and we can just fucking skip, merely do that, zip it, I all day long and not do a motherfucking thing. Yeah, that's that's not what that's that's a um. That is, that's fantasy. That's not reality. More than not, it will be. The machines will take over if you have that type of laissez-faire mentality when it comes to this technology that they're getting ready to unleash. I've been saying for the longest I wanted to read um, my boy Ted Kaczynski's uh, manifesto. Uh, you know, I don't want to check it out. I will read it one day, you know. He already knew what was up. He was trying to, he was trying to do some things, but that's just what it is. So, I ain't going to really talk about this Buffalo situation too much, all right? I'm not going to talk too much about this Buffalo thing because, I mean, I mean, Manchurian Candidate is real. We all know they got Manchurian Candidates walking around here with the flip of a switch that fucking go off on the dime. And you mean to tell me that if that dude went to school, which they say he was in school, well, if he went to school, then that means he got the fucking jab. So that means he got nanobots in his fucking body. And I've been saying for the longest, you're going to see so much violence. So much random violence is not even funny. And the shit is kicked up. What is the, I think the overall violence in major cities and metropolises are up 25 to 40% violent crimes, robberies breaking in injuries, assaults, assault with a deadly weapon, all kinds of shit's going on. And I'm and I'm going to attribute a percentage of it to them fucking jabs. I'm telling you, random acts of violence is, is, is real. You know, you always got your criminals willing to take advantage of shit, but it's going to be some people that you just don't even think. They're like, damn, they fucking snap. What happened to Jimmy? Jimmy was just a regular old guy. Jimmy went to work every day and... Jimmy was just, you know, merry-go-lucky, and, and then one day he just fucking spazzed out. You're going to see a whole bunch of that, man. You know what I'm saying? you go see a whole lot of all that shit. So that's what that is. But trust and believe. I mean, this shit is predictable. It's predictable. You got inflation through the fucking roof. 
all right? And it's only going to go up even higher. You got all these created fucking, um, you got all these created strangleholds of the economy. You got shortages in baby food. Are you uh, in formula? That's just, again, these are all little test runs. See how the people are going to react because they should, they're going to do that shit with something else. It's going to be something even major coming up down the line. But I'm saying get your shit together. Get your house in order as much as you can. Uh, get your prep kits for any and everything. I'm so serious, and I'm not being, um, I'm not being satirical. I'm not being sarcastic. I really do mean it. I got my shit. I got backpacks of MR food that I can, me and my children can survive on at least for a good year and a half. You know what I'm saying? You hear this? Listen, let me hear you. Let me show you. I wish y'all had a camera. This shit here, I want y'all to hear this. That's a tub. I got a big-ass fucking tub, <laughs> a big-ass tote tub, this right here. In, in my living room that I got all my prep shit in there, blankets, extra clothes, <laughs> MR&R food, um, what else I got in there, flashlights. I ain't, man, look, I'm, doing, I'm not trying to get caught off. I don't, these motherfuckers are sick, man. They sick. They are fucking sick out here. And if they can inflict any kind of pain, desperation for people, they will do it. Right? I got babies. If it was just me, okay, I probably wouldn't be overboard. I'd rather be over the top than not on top of nothing. So I got children. I have young children. I think, you know, I try not to think about it too much because you can worry yourself and I don't have time to worry about the goddamn thing. Life is great, but I will always be prepared. I, you know, if you got, if you all, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's the saying, right? You know, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So that's what it is. Cause I think over here, the, a transistor went out maybe a last week and the shit was down and we just, we just, you know, we cool up in here. We just, you know, the whole, uh, block was out for like hours. I had my little lights and shit. And the children was good, having a good time in the dark, you know. I think it was out for like maybe five, six hours. It was cool though, you know. So just get, just be prepared because these people are sick and diabolical. And trust me, to get what they want, they will try to squeeze out and create as much fear and despair as possible for them to be able to go ahead and continuation of transformation of society to make sure that they can get to where they want to, man. This is that, that is the end game. Don't ever think that it's something else. They got a whole bunch of distractions. But when it comes to this voting thing, when it comes to this who wants to stay in power and, and all that, they do this shit every year when it comes to um, every every so many years. How many has been um, maybe 20, 30 uh, mass shootings since, the 20, since 2015? Um, in the last year and a half, it's ratcheted up even maybe about 30, 30% on the mass shootings. But the fact is, you don't – just look at the course of events. You got – like I said, you had – this motherfucker, Biden ratings is in the tank at like 30%, below 40%, 30-some percent. Inflation is high. Gas is high. All energy is high. Shit ain't on the shelves. And if it is, it's in, it's in you know, it's, it's sky high because of inflation. Um, you got a whole bunch of people out here um, – 
um, looking for work and, and they're not in the greatest of situations. It's, it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. You got them shits going on down at the border. Don't forget about them people at the border. They, they let millions upon millions upon millions through the border, to the southern border every single day. I would say hundreds of thousands on there every single day. And so you think it was by chance that they leaked the so-called dra- um, abortion draft again? But people too fucking stupid to even know what they're reading. They don't read with comprehension to understand that that draft was nothing more than actually saying that this will not be on the federal course to decide. We're not going to rule on that. We're going to throw it back to the people. We're going to throw it back to the states. Roe v. Wade was a flawed judgment, and we're not going to we're not going to actually vote on it. We're going to put it down to the lower on the state level where it belongs. Each state has its level of autonomy, and they can rule and, and do their own laws how they please. If you happen to live in a state that ain't letting you go ahead and, and fucking poke a hole in the fucking fetus or whatever the case may be, then take your ass somewhere else. Real simple. Or you cannot fuck or whatever else you can do out there. There's a whole bunch of um, – there's a whole bunch of things you can do if that's not what you want to do. And speaking to the women out here, so don't be out here crying and shit. But they knew that shit was going to gin up the the energy, gin up the people, and um, you know, so you got that. And then you have um, so then you got this thing oh, that goes down over here in Buffalo, and right on cue, right on cue, it is it's the it is their trifecta. Politics, abortion, racism, gun control—the holy, what is it, holy trinity of democratic politics: abortion, racism, and guns. Those are their cultural things that they go through to be able to get people riled up and into the streets and involved in whatever the fuck it is. Because if you have enough people that are riled up, then you can steal. You can cheat. You can do all that because they'll say we got the masses on our side. Look at all the people protesting. Look at all the people getting engaged. Look at all the people all into shit. No, that's that's a cue so you can create um, an, an atmosphere that really ain't real so you can go ahead and steal. I said that right. You create an atmosphere that's not really real so you can go ahead and steal. That's what they're doing out here. You can steal wealth. You can steal land. You can steal resources. You can steal all the resources. You can steal votes. You can steal power. All that shit. And that's what they like to do. You see, that's the game that they like to play around here. But, hey. We keep elevating, man, because we in transformation mode around here. We heard, like I said, the first hour where they're going talking about this transhumanism. Man, that's how they're going to stay alive. I haven't watched anything yet. I need to watch Upload Season 2. Don did tell me uh, Upload Season 2 was out. Um, I had to check that out because um, my, my man Elon is making that happen. Here, here's right now. Let me give you this right here. Elon Musk says humans eventually will could have will eventually download their brains into robots. See? See? That's um upload, right? It went into a robot, but it was into a virtual reality of a man who had died, but his consciousness was uploaded and he lives inside of a virtual heaven. Right? That's what that's what the first season was about. I gotta check what the second season is about. But that was the first season. Right? And um uh, we we seen um we seen the, what's the other one called? 
with Johnny Depp and Morgan Freeman. We've seen that one, right? He up The scientist uploaded his shit and saw what that became. Um, it's kind of like that with the, I don't want to say Mandela effect was kind of like that, but not really. I kind of vaguely remember parts of the Mandela effect, but you get that. We're still showing levels of simulation and how the fucking simulation started to fall apart towards the end and shit and glitches off through it. But, you know, you had that. So this that's what um Elon said. He says uh, a lot of seamlessly fanatical things. For example, the billionaire Tesla and X. SpaceX CEO seems to believe that humans will eventually be able to live forever by downloading their brains into robots. We just got finished hearing that. This is how they become God. We become God in a whole different manner. We become God on um, from the raises the the raising of our consciousness to be able to to actually to live harmonically with the new energies on the planet and everything else. So we we become God in a way that not in an artificial manner of what they're trying to do out here. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it is. He said, I think it's possible, Must said. He said, we, uh, yes, we could download the things that we believe make ourselves so unique. None of, none of course, if you're not in the body anymore, that is definitely going to be a difference. But as far as preserving our memories, our personality, I think we can do that. And we know he's leading the way. I feel like, excuse me, I feel like I'm going into this whole article, but you get it. I mean, he's leading the way amongst other people, but let me tell you, man, I got a lot, I got a lot of shit to share with y'all, man. I'm going to play a little bit of this, um, of Biden, boy Biden giving out his, um, his talk in Buffalo. Because we always got to hear what they're not saying. It ain't what he's saying, it's what he ain't saying, right? It's reading between the lines and um, and hearing the lie. So we're going to break his shit apart, his little 20-minute, um, because he can't talk no longer than that. Otherwise, he starts to glitch and malfunction. So he don't he don't be doing no hours and no shit like that, you know what I'm saying? He'll start, to, I, 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 he'll start doing shit like that, you know. What up, Raymond? Uh, young Ty in the house. What up, Raymond? Check out um, Mr. Rick's um, podcast, The Political, or The Inner Visions of a Political Side Hustler. That's the name of it. Check it out on Spotify. Um, check him out on LinkedIn and on Instagram. He'll be doing his thing on Instagram. All right, so let's listen. Let's take, we're going to take a peek. We're going to listen in. And uh, I'm going to commentate because I already know he's saying some uh, real double speak. I know he's um, dog whistling. I know he's doing um, all kinds of shit in his speech. I can just imagine because I know how they get down. So let's go. I'm Ross Reinhardt. I'm the author. Okay. We don't care, Ross. This is a commercial. Hold on one second, y'all. But, yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, we don't care about this either. What the fuck is this? I want to hear this. This. This weak ass president of ours. All right, because this is how you do it. This is how you stoke up the emotions of, of Negroes um, and people all over. So let's go. And Gov, thank you for taking my call when I called. And when I forget what she said, I said I'd like to. This is Big Scranton. Come, come, and I think you're doing a heck of a job. Thank you. Thank you for your heart as well as your head. Mayor Brown, you've been, uh, you've, you've been wonderful. Thank you. And I know this is a lot of 
when the vice presidential or presidential chip shows up, it's, uh, there's all kinds of paraphernalia and people, and I know it's not easy. I want to thank your law enforcement officers for not just what they did in this crisis, but for accommodating us and all the elected officials and law enforcement officers, first responders, and faith leaders that are here today. Jill and I have come uh, to stand with you. And to the families, we've come to grieve with you. It's not the same, but we know a little bit what it's like to lose a piece of your soul, to lose a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife, a mother, a father. The feeling of having that, as I said to some of you when we talked privately, you feel like there's a black hole in your chest you're being sucked into. And Why he didn't take his ass out there when that brother ran over all them fucking white folks over there out there in Wisconsin? Why he didn't take his ass out there? With them nigga, when that nigga with them dreadlocks, who was a black Hebrew Israelite, ran over all the white folks. Why didn't take his ass out there and do a speech? Cause he know that ain't his target audience. He want to talk to 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 niggas. See, this is this is the part of I have to gin up racism. You know. Okay. Here we go. You're suffocating, unable to, unable to breathe. That's what it felt like, at least to us, and I'm sure some version of that feels that way to you. The anger. The oh, pain. Man. The depth of a loss that's so profound. You know, we know it's hard to believe, and you're probably not going to believe it, but I can tell you now, from our personal experience and many others who we've met, the day's going to come. It will come. When your loved one brings a smile as you remember him or her. Okay, get to it, man. As a nation, I say to the families, we remember them. We've been reading about them. We visit the memorial where we show the love for them, and you've all shown by the supermarket. And uh, Felicine Cheney, 65 years old, brain cancer survivor, churchgoer, bingo player, went to buy strawberries to make her favorite shortcake. Oh, man, we don't, I don't need that. Andre McNeil, excuse me, Andre McNeil, 52, a writer and an advocate, who dressed up in costumes in schools and cut the grass in the park and helped in local elections, mm-hmm. the glue of the family and the community. Marcus Morrison, 52, school bus aide, went to buy snacks for a weekly movie night with the family, survived by his wife and three children and a stepdaughter, the center of their world. Hayward Patterson, 67, father, church deacon, fed the homeless at the soup kitchen, gave rides to the grocery store to neighbors who needed help. Putting food in the trunk of others when he took his final breath. Aaron Solder, 55, retired Buffalo police officer, three decades. Three decades. Loved electric cars. Hero gave his life to save others on a Saturday afternoon. And had that man not been wearing that vest that he purchased, bulletproof vest, a lot of lives would have been saved. A beloved father and husband. 
Geraldine Talley, 62, expert banker known for her warm, gentle personality. Come on, man. Heart as big as her head. Pro Young, 77, a mother, grandmother, missionary of God. Come on, man. Okay, hold on. Let's go. Love singing, dancing, and her family. It's taken so much. Ten lives cut short in a grocery store. Three other wounds, three or three other wounded by a hate-filled individual who had driven 200 miles from Binghamton in that range to carry out a murderous, racist rampage that he would live stream, live stream to the world. What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. Vicious thirst for power that defines one group of people being inherently inferior to any other group. A hate that through the media and politics, the internet, has radicalized, angry, alienated, lost, and isolated individuals into falsely believing that they will be replaced, that's the word, replaced by the other, by people who don't look. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. This is something that you talk about, you've talked about for your whole career, Mr. Biden. I can remember for the last 15 15, uh, years you talk about um, bringing in loads of people from the border. I literally got a clip of him saying that um, in the year 19, in the year 2050, white, us white Europeans will be the minority in this country. So you placed, you taught, he touts that fucking replacement theory. Okay? He believed in that shit too. This is the man who said he didn't want his children growing up in racial jungles. Let us never forget. Okay? He said that. You talk about one of the biggest races, of, if you want to call somebody racist, is, is this dude right here talking, who said his first experiences with roaches was hanging around black folks, who said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, who then went on to say, if you don't rock with us, when he was with Barack, that they going to put y'all back in chains. Remember, y'all forget when he went to the AME church and told all the niggas at the church, they going to put y'all back in chains. You see? This is what he gave. They all read from a teleprompter, young T. Every last like one that. of them. And who are, therefore, in the perverse ideology that they possess and being fed lesser beings. I and all of you reject the lie. I call on all Americans to reject the lie. And I condemn those who spread the lie for power, political gain, and for profit. That's what it is. We've now seen too many times the deadly and destructive violence this ideology unleashes. We heard the chance. You will not replace us in Charlottesville, Virginia. I wasn't going to run, as the senator knows, again for president. When I saw those people 
coming out of the woods of the fields in, in Virginia, in Charlottesville, carrying torches, shouting, you will not replace us, accompanied by white supremacists and carrying Nazi banners. That's when I said, no, no. And I, honest to God, those who know me, Chuck, you know, I wasn't going to run for certain. But I was going to be darned if I was going to let anyway. I'm going to get going. Look, we've seen the mass shootings in Charleston, South Carolina, El Paso, Texas, and Pittsburgh, last year in Atlanta, this week in Dallas, Texas, and now in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. White supremacy is a poison. It's a poison <laughs> running through our, it really is. Running through our body politics. And it's been allowed to fester and grow right in front of our eyes. No more. I mean, no more. You are one of the biggest debaters. What are you talking about? That the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. None. And look. Failure for us to not say that. Failure in saying that. It's going to be complicity. He he called our sons super predators. Let us not forget. Okay. Super predators in the 1990s wrote one of the most diabolical laws when it comes to sentencing in this country. I thought I had seen it all with three strikes with Pete Wilson, right? Pete Wilson of California instituted three strikes and you're out. This man was the first one to create mandatory minimums, all right? Not only mandatory minimums, but started to classify the type of dope in which you can get the time, powdered versus rock, um, all these different kind of things that he, he – I mean, he was the author of those bills. You had plenty of – uh, other people, senators in the early 1990s that uh, backed it, but he was the author of those bills. He, that was something he brought to the table. You know what I'm saying? Just let us let us not forget Mr. Joe Biden. So all this old Grandpa Joe shit, understand he, he's one of the biggest purveyors of um, – the establishment, the white establishment, if you want to even say Silence that. is complicity. It's complicity. We cannot remain silent. Our nation's strength has always come from the idea. It's going to sound corny. Okay, and not, not to mention, I, I'm going to wait until after I'm finished, but check it out. You got this, right? You got the shootings. You got abortion. And they're about to run these these um, hearings, these January 6th hearings. They're going to run them for three months. Where are we at right now? You're about to hit June. They're about to run them for three months. They're turning this shit into a miniseries, y'all. They're turning it into a series. The committees, the committee, the special committee on January 16th. I've been paying attention to politics for like since I was probably about 15 years old is when I really started paying attention to politics. I remember 
quite a few committee hearings on on things. Even if I go back to in the history books, and you can go watch the Nuremberg trials or the committee of um, the Red Scare with the McCarthy hearings. Uh, none of this shit lasted months. They about to carry this out for three months. All right, June, July, August, September. Do you see? Do you see where I'm going here? They're gonna run that shit all the way up to the election. Okay, so you it's a compounding effect. It's compounding, right? That's how they roll: abortion, racism, guns, those four things. Because if they actually, if people, <laughs> but I said. It's only used to steal. They gin up the energy so they can go ahead and swipe shit, so they can so they can go ahead and and, and rob and pillage. Why they got everybody in the country all emotional and up in their and up in their feelings? Let's finish this in Joe. But think about it. What's the idea of our nation? That we're all children of God. All to life, liberty, our universal goods. Gifts of God. We didn't get it from a government. We got it from because we exist. We're called upon to defend them. The venom of the haters and their weapons of war, the violence and the words and deeds the, the, they, that stalk our streets, our stores, our schools. This venom, this violence cannot be the story of our time. We cannot allow that to happen. Look, I'm not naive. So what you going to do? So what you going to do? It cannot be forever overcome. It cannot be fully understood either. But there are certain things we can do. Uh-oh. What is it? Our streets. We've done it before. I did it when we passed the crime bill last time. And violence went down. Shootings went down. See? See? He told his crime bill. I did it before with the crime bill. He locked, he locked up our brothers, our uncles, our nephews, our sons. He touted his crime bill. Crime went down. Remember, he labeled moving men super predators, which actually created the climate for motherfuckers to do what they do when it comes to um, how they approach and how they interact with movements on a whole. Look at that. Look at and and, and, never, and niggas so stupid in this crowd don't even have a clue. We can keep assault weapons off our streets. We've done it before. I did it when we passed the crime bill last time. And violence went down. Shootings went down. We can't prevent people from being radicalized to violence. But we can address the relentless exploitation of the internet to recruit and mobilize terrorism. Nigga, what? Who getting recruited on? Who getting recruited on the internet to be domestic terrorists? You see, when they use language like that, that is that is a dog whistle. That's called your proverbial dog whistle when they use phrases like that: radicalization through the internet, consumption of information. That is that's a dog whistle, so they can then bring forth legislation to censor, to monitor, okay? It ain't no different than what happened um, after 9-11. Department of, um, the Department of Homeland Security was created. And then you had the Patriot Act. 
the Patriot Act will, will allow people, allow them to technically spy and eavesdrop and look at your all your bank transactions, all that stuff came under the guise of the Patriot Act. Now, see, when so when they have situations like this, when he says we have to be able to stop radicalization through the Internet, that is for them to be able to control what you see, how you consume it, and any of that stuff, okay? A.K.A. China, A.K.A. Russia, um, other countries who manipulate and um, and limit what their citizens can actually have access to. They want that shit here too. Don't get it twisted. That, that I mean, that's why I say they model themselves. They love to model themselves after China. Please don't think that they act like that's an enemy of theirs. Not to the people who who with the, who with agendas. Just keep going. You need to have the courage to do that. To stand up. Look, the American experiment in democracy is in a danger like it hasn't been in my lifetime. It's in danger this hour. Hate and fear are being given too much oxygen by those who pretend to love America, but who don't understand America. To confront the ideology of hate requires caring about all people, not making distinctions. Reverend, the scripture is seeing that we're all part of the divine. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the America I know, that Jill knows. Nigga, what are you talking about? You one of the last remaining Dixiecrats. That's the America I know. No, the America you know is Jim Crow. Stop playing. You see what I'm saying? You see the whole games he play? That's not the America I That ain't what you come from. You literally, this man is literally on camera. I'm literally been recorded telling Strom Thurmond, um, who's the other one? I can't remember that old that old white man um, who passed away. I forget. Saying I am one of the last. He literally said I. Uh, he said I'm one of the last living Dixiecrats because I come from Delaware and we understand how the old ways was. What are he talking about when he said that? When he say I remember the old ways, I understand. What are he talking about? This is coming out of Joe's mouth. This is him. The hooker is on tape, recorded. This is shit he talked about in his um in in the his eulogy to Strom Thurmond during his funeral. So don't try to come up here and act like the America you know was just, it was all gravy. No, that ain't where you grew up with, nigga. You're in your late 70s, my man. That means you came up in segregation. So stop playing whole games. And most deserve the most, We look, we're the most multiracial, most. That's why he had to cut it off, because he couldn't even lie. You see how he just came? He said, uh, I, just, I just grew up. No. You see, he couldn't even finish the lie. Hold on. Let's rewind that back just a tad. He couldn't even finish oh. the lie. Hold on. Reverend, the scripture is seeing that we're all part of the divine. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the America I know, that Jill knows. 
and most deserve the most. We do, look, we are the most multiracial, <laughs> dynamic nation in the history of the world. <laughs> when you when that shit ain't real, when that shit don't really come through you, you had to move on. You he couldn't even expound on the ideal of America. He couldn't even expound. This Let's move on. Because we know you you speaking a falsehood. That shit ain't real to you at all. Listen again. Watch him stumble into that. Listen to him stumble. Reverend, the scripture is seeing that we're all part of the divine. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the America I know, that Jill knows. What? And most deserve the most, we just, look, we're the most multiracial, most dynamic nation in the history of the world. Now's the time for the people of all races, from every background, to speak up as a majority in America and reject white supremacy. These actions we've seen and these hate-filled attacks represent the views of a hateful minority. We can't allow them to distort America, the real America. We can't allow them to destroy the soul of the nation. As President of the United States, I travel the world all the time. And other nations ask me, heads of state in other countries, ask me, what's going on? What in God's name happened on January 6th? What happened in Buffalo? What happened? They'll ask. We have to refuse to live in a country where black people... See how, see how, he, see how he threw that January 6th? You see it's how they're going to tie all that shit in. They're going to tie that little shit, that op, that op, that operative fucking, uh, that operative situation that went down on the 6th. And tie it all in. You see that? See how you gonna how you say you're gonna pull that off? It's all tied in with racism, white supremacy. They don't they want their country to be the way it was. I wouldn't even mind if it went back the way it was to a certain extent. I damn, at least before segregate at least in the segregation man, like niggas knew how to actually work together. At least they knew how to circulate the dollar together. At least they knew how to keep the money in the community. At least they knew how to do that. At least they knew how to check their own when they was running a fucking muck. You have none of that now. None of it. You got niggas, men who went out here talking about bitches' hair and what size dress you wear compared to and in, in what really went down in Buffalo. You see the rapper... Freddie Gibbs get his ass beat by 20 niggas? Did any of y'all see that? But right in Buffalo, in Buffalo, New York, nobody talking about that. Nobody talking about that kind of crime. When is niggas going to put their foot down in the name of Allah and that shit? Right, but you don't let these these folks get you wild all up, wild all into the into the streets in the name to defeat white supremacy. Now let's deal with the self hate. Mm-hmm. 
Nah, baby, I speak with emphasis. SG, you should know better by now. Okay? <laughs> you know? I ain't mad. I can't be mad because my life is good. I think if my life was bad, I, then I'd be mad. <laughs> if my life was bad, then I'd be mad. Life is good, so I speak with emphasis. So that's what it is. Let's listen back at old, good old Dixie Crack, Cracker Joe. Every background to speak up as a majority in America and reject white supremacy. These actions we've seen and these hate-filled attacks represent the views of a hateful minority. We can't allow them to distort America, the real America. We can't allow them to destroy the soul of the nation. As President of the United States, I travel the world all the time. And other nations ask me, heads of state in other countries, ask me, what's going on? What in God's name happened on January 6th? What happened in Buffalo? What happened? Ask. We have to refuse to live in a country where black people going about a weekly grocery shopping can be gunned down by weapons of war deployed in a racist cause. We have to refuse to live in a country where fear and lies are packaged for power and for profit. They go on all the time, all day, every day, regardless of which side they play. You going to check yourself, Joe? You going to check your folks out? Lies, deception, for profit and power. They know people stupid. They know people are fucking stupid. What up, Mr. Lowry? Come on in when you're ready, brother. We must all enlist in this great cause of America. This is work that requires all of us, presidents, politicians, commentators, citizens. None of us can stay in the sidelines. We have to resolve that here in Buffalo, that from the tragedy, this tragedy will come hope and light and life. It has to. From the tragedy. From the tragedies comes hope, light, and life. More double speak to mean we're going to put together policies that restrict and take away. You see? That's dog whistle talk. That's cold. That's cold talk. None of us can stay in the sidelines. We have to re- resolve that here in Buffalo, that from the tragedy, this tragedy will come hope and light and life. It has to. Hope, light, and light comes <laughs> darkness, <laughs> darkness, restriction, and thievery. Come on in, Mr. Lowry. Oh, I got this on pause. Come on in here. Come on in, brother. There we go. I'm just out. Great day, Jeff. How are you? What's happening? I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm sitting here laughing my ass off at Joe Biden. Uh, Yeah, you know, I laugh every time I hear that guy. 
He sounds like one of those creepy white dudes that sit on the park bench that be offering little kids candy like, hey, <laughs> I have a peppermint for you. Come on. <laughs> Take the peppermint. <laughs> right. He tried so hard right not here. to be creepy, but that dude is creepy as hell, you know, oh, now, and he full of shit, <laughs> you know, uh, the light and the, the, the light, the whole, wait, the whole, the light, all of this shit, and they the main right. ones dividing the country every time they open their mouth, you done demonized half of us is, I'm vaccinated, and what he told us, he wished we had died in a dark winter. Oh, man. Right. I've he, had it up to here with you people. You say it. Demonized all his brothers, right? All y'all. If y'all not with me, y'all ultra mega, goddammit. So everything right. they come out of their mouth is division. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You talk about division. <laughs> right, right. Okay. You know, uh, the little kids and roaches and rubbing on his legs and corn pot. Everything he said has been divisive. This is, has to be the most divisive. I have never heard, even you know, the presidents. You know, they represent whichever side they represent. I have never heard a sitting president attack the very people who pay his salary so viciously. Mm-hmm. As this True. guy has. I mean, every time he's on TV, he's either got that creepy voice or he's sitting there Whisper. yelling at people. He right? talks like this. We can do it. <laughs> Come here. Wow. <laughs> so, so no, all that shit, you know, yeah. uh, he can have it. All of that is coming mm-hmm. out of Jim Crow. That's all it Straight is. Straight up. Crow 2.0. Right? Straight the fuck up. Well, we need to keep y'all niggas where y'all need to be and stay out of grown folks' business. We just run around, start burning stuff up, scare you with the white boogeyman, and you just stay over there and handle little boy business. That's all it is. There's nothing more than the same shit they was doing in Jim Crow. They just hid behind hoods back then. Today they hide behind narratives. But the same racist heart, true racist, is behind it all. Uh, so I, I don't know what to say about that guy sometimes. that he He's a very dangerous guy. He's a... I mean, like, God damn, I heard of people lying now. But this dude mm-hmm. get up there and lie and try to, and get that creepy voice while he lying. With the creepy voice. We can come I, together. <sighs> Let's all work together. And he done made up Ultra MAGA, and Trump ain't even the, the, the damn president anymore. How people still falling for right. that? He ain't even declare he running or nothing. But I mean, it's a, it's a it's a hell of a storyline. It, it can't, you know. You got to take it and run with it. What else they got? What else they got? Nothing. So they got to go uh, They got to run. They got to run. run that shit until they can't run it no more. 
That's all. Let's finish listening. Just finish up listening mm-hmm. to uh, Joe. These last couple minutes. Not on our watch. The sacred cause of America will never bow, never break, never bend. And the America we love, the one we love, will endure. So to the families, from your pain, may we find purpose to live. To your pain, may we have the purpose to go ahead and manipulate everybody that we can. Life worthy of the loved ones you lost. From a hymn based on the 91st Psalm, the sung in my church. May he raise you up on eagles' wings and bear you on the breath of dawn. <laughs> Make you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. <laughs> yes, I wish for us. We can do this and resolve to do it. If we, we take go. on the haters, Hey. And bear you on the breath of touch, touch my penis. I want you to touch it. Touch it now. Then we can be friends. <laughs> Dawn, make you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. That's my wish for us. We can do this and resolve to do it. If we take on the haters and those who don't even care, it's just about profit and politics. See how he using nigga terms, haters? When white folks start using the word the haters? When white folks start using the word the haters? The haters. He trying to act yeah. like he knocking the ball out the park, Nev. Talk about some haters. <laughs> Be like, Mr. Biden, you got a fucking 25% approval rating. You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> man, that means 75%. Right. Uh, oh, that's a whole lot of haters out there, man. He got a whole right. lot of haters. Yeah, they hate your ass. <laughs> they hate everything y'all doing because... They, some people might realize what you're actually doing out here and what you're trying to uh, hurry up and jumpstart to this country. I told you, for all this shit, all this great reset, all that shit to happen, America has to fall. Fuck all the yeah. other European countries and all that shit. They've they fallen into line. It has to be this country that we plant our feet at, but we walk on every day for that shit to come to fruition. Man, that was some creepy shit. Could you wind that back about 45? Oh, yeah. Man, he was oh, like, and then use the scripture, you know? You know, no, you know, you ain't listening to no songs, nigga, by the, you know, I'm, I'm holding on to his hand or I'm on the hem of the garment of the Lord. Nigga, if you don't stop lying. Okay, here we go. On the breath Why of dawn. Why you in there? Make Running you operations and hold you in the palm of his hand. As I wish for us, we can do this if we resolve on making you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. That's my wish for us. We can do this if we resolve to do it. If we take on the haters and those who don't even care, it's just about profit. 
in politics. May the soul of the fallen rest in peace and rise in glory. And may God guide the United States of America, now and always, to the families. My grandpa used to say when I walked out of his home in Scranton, he'd say, Joey, spread the faith. And my grandma would yell, no, Joey. I mean, he'd say, keep the faith. My grandma would say, no, Joey, spread the faith. We're thinking of you. Hold on each other tightly. Stick together. You'll get through this. You live as it is today. My grandma would say, no, Joey, spread the faith. We're thinking of you. Hold on each other tightly. Stick together. You'll get through this. And we'll make Buffalo and the United States a better place to live than it is today. And there he is, y'all, the puppet in chief, Joe Biden. If we could do it together, if we could just do it, I want to do it. Do you want to do it? We could do it. Yeah. But nah. But that's what you're going to see, though. On a real real tip, though, I mean, on a real tip, this is how they were going to try to push through to create a, the the um what is it called the 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 group of disinformation the what the yeah, whatever it kind of yeah like, the I have some news yeah I have some news on that it's been paused because folks like ourselves and others who said hell fucking no. We see what you're doing. We see what you're doing, and so they got to try. Now they got to now they got to take their little foot off the gas with this um, whatever committee of truth, whatever the fuck they was doing. It, it spread fast enough. This is why they want to control the internet because of shit like this. Because we can speak one to many, not one to one, but one to many. This is why they want to shut this from serious. This is why they want to be able to control who says who can say what and what they allow to hear and what you allow to consume. They were so last week, all last week, they was trying to defend this shit, talking about, oh, it's not really, we're not really trying to control the truth. We just know that it can be used as an instrument to um, stop progress. You see? See how they tie that in? Information with progress. But once again, because we, cause people kept talking about it, because we should be going viral, because we spreading information, they had to stop it. You know, they, they, they had to pause it. And they had to fire the broad, who was the chief of the house, whatever her name is. They had to fire the, the head chick that was um, running this um, department because they found people went out there, did their homework. You got to appreciate the um, investigators out here, people who just who got a whole bunch of time on their hands and this is what they do for a living is um, getting the information up on people. And they found out that this woman was saying um, 
that she wanted to uh, censor people. So who better than to lead the, the censor board than someone who wants to censor people? You got you got Carl, you got the dude from formerly used to work at Fox saying people need to go to jail. So he, he's calling for people to go to jail who speak out. I don't know if y'all heard that. He was on MSNBC. I seen a clip. See it running through my feed, right? Saying there's certain type of conversations that need to be stopped and people need to be thrown in jail. What the fuck? What is this? Is this China? Is this Stalin's Italy? that first fake amendment. If we don't like what you're saying, we'll throw you in jail. This is this is the kind of shit that they're pushing. If they can gin up enough people, if they can gin up enough people with shit like this, with, with, with the events that they put on, if they can gin up enough of that, then you get, the people will say yes. The people will say yes. You see what he said? All this using words like radicalized because they, you know, they listen to particular content and shit like that. You know, it's causing violence and all that. It ain't causing much violence. It's just hate that's going on in, in, uh, amongst Nubian Nubian people. They got niggas knocking each other off left and right. That shit ain't more dangerous than that. It ain't more dangerous than a fucking manosphere that's creating a whole new generation of incels. Because if we don't, we have a race of babies that make the ladies, wait, who hate the ladies, but make the babies. My nigga Pop said it in 1993. Manosphere. <laughs> we have a race of babies. We have a race of babies who who hate the ladies and make the babies. That's what you got. That's what you're watching out here. That's what's going on out here, though. But that's that. Let's move on to something else, man. We in the eight o'clock hour. You just got past the eight o'clock hour, man. Our first hour was dedicated to Dementia Joe. Giving us a good shit, just that double talk, that double speak. Yeah, SG, don't let me, I don't even want to go into no uh, moment about that manosphere shit. To me, that's the most dangerous shit on the planet. Yeah, that's me. That's just, that's just Neff, though. Treating a bunch of whole-ass niggas is what it's doing. You know, but hey. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Right. Absolutely, Oshon. For real. It's creating a straight, a, gener- a new generation of whole-ass niggas as these old niggas <laughs> die out. The old niggas are so mad that times have, you know, modern times that they call modern people, right? They're so mad at that shit. The old whole-ass niggas is raising the next generation of whole-ass niggas 
who will like pussy but not like women. It's already happening. But don't worry. They got other stuff for you. They got butt plugs and whatever that you can stick your dick in these days that they got that looks like a vagina and shit. So it'll be all right. It'll be okay. All right. Well, we we just getting started, man. I will say in conclusion, going forward, you know, people should just keep their eyes open. You know, these these type of things that that happened this past week is only going to increase. You know, we mm. we we still waiting for the police to shoot a black person out there. Uh, we know that's coming uh, somewhere down the line. Yep, it'll be it'll be uh, in the summertime. Trust. It it it'll it, be in the summertime. You know, it'll be so. it'll be around maybe July. Maybe maybe right yeah. after the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I I I I am disappointed, man. I listened to a couple of uh, uh, those fellows on the uh, the YouTube circuit, and mm. uh, it's just amazing how people has bitten this thing hook, line, and sinker. And you know this shit is not fucking rocket science. Like we always don't have to put deny ether on every goddamn thing. Mm. Some things mm. are very, very simple. Matter of fact, I'm finding most things in life has a very simple explanation. We just complicated the bamboozle people in a midst of complication. The, the, the president and everybody with him, they their asses should be locked out. This is a criminal conspiracy, and now it has risen to the level of murder. So now you you killing people, oh. so you can have a narrative uh-huh. in order to put us further under the thumb than you already did with the COVID madness. All right, you want to restrict our movement. You want to tell us mm-hmm. what we can put in our body. You're about to force to tell us what we can, can eat, uh, put us on some experimental shit that Bill Gates done cooked up. All right. Telling us what we can or cannot say, what we can or cannot watch. And yes. you better believe everything that I said. Even if the the, the, the the plain truth is just so damn clear, <laughs> right? He made his, his uh, ultra MAGA speech. Three days later, a white boy drive 300 miles, right. chase out a place, go into there and shoot it all up. Still got people playing around with this white supremacy thing. That's why I always like said we got to come out of the 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 dialectic of race. That's a a, a Hegelian dialectic and gender, race. We got to come and gender. We got to come out of because see, once you argue within the dialectic, they got it. That's what a dialectic is, right? I create the problem. Yep. Then I create the reaction to the problem to push you to my solution. solution. This is this is a clear dialectic. 
I heard one cat say it was a terrorist attack on black people. Let's not sensationalize it. They're using black people's fucking guinea pigs, y'all. We're no threat to nobody that they have to uh, clandestine do a terrorist <laughs> attack against us. <laughs> right, at, right. At an 85% Democrat-affiliated clip, they already got the majority of us. They already got us, so there is no threat there where they have to come and 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 undermine. We like ninety nine point nine percent consumers, mm. right? We manufacture very little. Everything we have, we have to get it on the consumer market. We don't employ anybody in a large mass. And really, besides this show right here, and I hate to brag on us, but I am going to brag on us, ain't nobody really talking these today issues in a real way that people can understand it. Most of the shows, you know, they're mixing it with, with stuff, man. So... They don't have to do come after the black community in a way that we have to undermine them. Shit, we done undermined ourselves permanently, it seems like. They're yeah. using us as guinea pigs. That's what they're doing. That's what this was. These are human guinea pigs. They don't mean nothing to these people. Now, as I had a scenario... To put up white supremacy, now that's going to be the justification. Oh, we have to do this. We have to do that. We have to do that. And more and more and more things are being restricted. We have to watch this closely. We have to see how soon they follow up with another act like this. We told these goddamn people when Black Lives Matter, like if you see a group, of white people holding Black Lives Matter signs, Negro run in the opposite direction from that crazy-ass shit because it looks crazy. So now here we are. So we can just be prepared, you know, for this to happen. And then there's a bigger picture. I'm more convinced now than ever that our communities are saturated with uh, operatives, mercenaries, and agent provocateurs. And that's what's underneath this sustained and high rate of violence, especially Mm -hmm. in these blue Democrat-run cities. Because that's where all the violence is isolated. It's sort of like making a market, the market maker. My market is dumping toxic ass drugs and 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 defective military grade surplus weaponry to sell on the black market in these hoods. I gotta make a market for it. How do you make a market for it? You put an agent in there that starts staring up shit and the next thing you know you got a market for guns and everybody's shooting it, but nobody is looking at what is driving it 
underneath of it. See, we, it's easy for us to say that this was a false flag because a goddamn white dude is involved. Well, why are we wiping all of this black-on-black crime as if that's it, nothing else to see here? Somebody got to look at that. These right. people running ops all up in our community is saturated. Right now, if, if, if I was black, I, I'd just move out of those communities because it's just saturated with agents. And it's hard uh, to get what, what? to our people. It, it, it's hard because, see, when you think of agents, people, you know, they look at TV too much. You think a motherfucker going to come with a badge on and, you know, looking like officer friendly and say, hey, I'm your friendly neighborhood agent. Now. Your agent, he's your goddamn drug supplier. He's the motherfucker that's setting the trend. What was that movie? Keeping Up with the Joneses, I think. Uh, The Joneses, Mm -hmm. when that marketing firm had moved to that community, and everybody thought that they was a family. But actually, they were a marketing firm. You see what I'm saying? My boy David Duchovny from X-Files played in that, yes. Yeah. yeah, by the time he got finished, they done turned the whole damn neighborhood out and spent up all that money they committing. So it's the same tactic. It's the same tactic. So it's easy to pull something off that happened in Buffalo because they are already embedded in our community. And they already, They're already in place, there. right? They already embraced. They like, just give us the there. word. Uh, they like, give us the word. Okay, here we go. Shooting shots fired at Middle at Middle Tennessee State University. <laughs> when did this okay. happen? Just right now, during high school graduation. Okay, that might I don't. Yeah, they said he said the yeah, police investigated shooting outside in um, Middle Tennessee State Murphy Center. Yeah. Okay. Because it is beginning was, uh, to look like. It's beginning to look like we're under attack. They'll make it look as such. And they they got control it. of the narrative machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, that's a win-win. If I'm at war with you and uh, I want to get the other I can make you believe it's not a war and tell you it was just an accident while I'm going around shooting communities and shit, right? right, that, right. That's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because nobody is um, looking, um, you know, beyond the surface because this this white supremacy thing is profitable now. You know that. I know that. We can get mm-hmm. on WGAG and go, and we can do it with the best of them. We go on the white supremacy rant. All types of people. And here... And here it is, breaking news. Here it is. Here it is, breaking news. House passes domestic terrorism bill. Literally forty minutes ago, the House on Wednesday passed the bill dubbed the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act that seeks to create domestic terrorism offices throughout the U.S. government. The bill passes comes just. Days after the fatal gun shooting in Buffalo, New York, 
Didn't I tell you, motherfuckers, yeah. that, that that's what they was going to do? Didn't I just tell y'all that like 30 minutes ago? That all that shit was double speak? The home of the of this and, and the hope. No, that means we about to create bills and shit and put in law to restrict, constrict, and take away. They make yeah. me look like a fucking genius. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, white folk. Because, I, I mean, you got to know it's coming. You got to know it's coming. You know? Hey, I mean, SG, let's call it what it is. If they can get rid, if they can some way uh, change the Second Amendment, I don't know. They know they can make this whole country straight slaves for real. They already got a whole bunch of mental slaves already. But if you can get any type of people that would try to rebel in any kind of way, you got to disarm the people. This is a, America is the country, one of the few countries on this on this earth per capita, like, you know what I'm saying, like gun ownership per citizen. You know what I'm saying? In the world. In the fucking world. You know, each person who was a gun owner, who was a, um, we're not, and I'm not even talking about the criminals who got illegal guns, but people who are licensed guns, on average, have three guns in their homes. On average. At least three. Legal gun owners. So that's the name of the game. Right? I mean, it, it, it's just easy to see. You know what I'm saying? This shit is not, you ain't even, we ain't got it, we ain't even got to try no more. Because we know what's coming when they do this shit. I just ran down for you what they about to do for the next four months. They're going to create bills like this. They're going to use, they're they going to run that hearing for three months. It's the pounding of terrorism and racism. That's all these motherfuckers know because they know that's the shit that get people ginned up. Because noobing people still haven't been able to fortify their mind. They have not been able to fortify their mind. They are not, they don't have no bullshit detectors. They radars is all fucked up for bullshit. Except when the nigga say something on a record or diss them and now they, and now they, now they can sense when somebody dissing them. But they can't see this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime. You mm-hmm. have one white man mm-hmm. talking about down with white supremacy against mm-hmm. another white man and against himself. You know that shit on the surface. Nothing that follows makes any fucking sense. I know if I was somebody want to give me the cliff supremacy, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving that shit up. <laughs> if you want to make me supreme, I will ride it until I can't ride it no more if I was in the supreme's wow. position. Man, Joe Biden was rolling with the KKK all the way through oh. the 60s and the 70s, and, the 70s. and he cried when Senator Byrd died. Early in the 80s, too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
he ain't want his children going to to school with blacks. He can go have all this. It's going to be a jungle out there or whatever he said. Racial jungles. Racial jungles. That, that's exactly. That man has been a hardcore, staunch, white supremacist his whole entire white-ass life. And uh, all of this is... Uh, all of this is part of course. All of this is part of course. Yes. When they did the Jesse yeah. Smollett thing, they had the anti-lynching bill they were trying to push through. Mm-hmm. Right? They got to move fast. They don't know what's going to happen after November, so they got to, you know, try to ram as much as stuff down our mm-hmm. throat that they possibly I mean, they, they know their agenda. They know their shit is shit. Because they, but they had to do this. But they understood that. They understood, they understood that they had it. to create the despair first. Yes. They understood that. They knew that was a part of the plan. Create the pain. People, we got, we need these motherfuckers to feel pain first. Pain of losing yes. work. Pain of their savings going down the drain. Pain of the cost being astronomical in every which way. Make them feel the pain. Not people who are well off, because people who can handle their business and know how to turn and flip a dollar going to be okay. We, you'll be able to do all right regardless. But it's the mass majority. Make them feel the pain. And now we're going to put some other psychological pains on them. Shoot shit up. Shoot shit up. What else? Create this fake proxy war in Europe. You know what I'm saying? Keep it coming. It says the House passed a bill mostly along party lines on Wednesday that seeks to create domestic terrorism offices throughout the U.S. government. Why do you need domestic terrorism offices when you got the Department of Homeland Security already? But anyway. And the National Guard. Say what? You have the National Guard as well, which is under the jurisdiction yeah. of the state. This is a hell of a power that, grab. All that should be under it? state jurisdiction anyway. Come on now. He says, we want terrorism offices throughout the, the U.S. government just days after a gunman fatally shot 10 people in Buffalo, New York, in the incident that Joe Biden called domestic terrorism. The bill dubbed the Domestic Terrorism Act, Pass Act, Act on Prevention Act passed 222 to 203 vote with one Republican bucking the party leadership and voting for the legislation. The legislation specifically calls for the formation of a domestic terrorism office within the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice. The FBI that has passed with monitoring, scrutinizing potential terror attacks. Do you understand? This is that shit. This is for them to monitor body who does not fucking tote the narrative line. You will be seen as a domestic terrorist. Your your conversation will be deemed harmful. Do you understand what I'm saying, y'all? Do you see what these motherfuckers out here trying to do? So in other words, they did a bait and switch. So on one hand, they say they're taking away the ministry of truth, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But then right. on the other hand, they're trying to pass that bill through Congress, which is exactly the same thing. Yes. Because who's going to deem what a, a domestic terrorist act? What, what, where is that going to fall under? 
Me saying that they, the government ain't domestic shit. Terrorism. Correct. Can, can be considered domestic terrorism. Correct. Me saying that the president is incompetent. people who were at the Capitol, right. that's domestic terrorism. Yeah. And they was just out there speaking their right. piece, really. A vote on a vote on this bill was scheduled after Representative Brad Scheinler, the sponsor of the legislation, called on Speaker Nancy Pelosi to bring legislation to the floor. He pointed to the Saturday shooting at the grocery store in Buffalo, where 13 people were shot, 11 of them who were black. The suspected shooter, blah, 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 the 18-year-old, reportedly embraced ideas that are connected to the Great Replacement Theory, a racist a far-right conspiracy that liberal liberal elites are encouraging immigration to replace white voters. Some Democrats referenced the fatal shooting during the debate on the bill. Of course they did. Here we are again, reeling from another horrific domestic terrorist act. This week, a racially motivated shooting in New York, Buffalo, perpetrated by an avowed white supremacist, said Veronica Escobar from Texas. She mentioned various mass shootings carried out by individuals with ties to white supremacy, including the 2018 attack in Walmart in El Paso, Texas, which is in her district. H.R. 350 will give communities like mine a fighting chance the next time an angry racist shares a deranged screed online and decides to drive hours to attack vulnerable and innocent people at our grocery stores and our houses of worship. You see what I'm saying? Listen. Listen to that. Listen to that sentence. It will give communities like mine a fighting chance the next time an angry racist shares a deranged screed online. That little boy supposedly was not online, y'all. Only thing that supposedly was online was the actual act. That motherfucker didn't have no channel talking shit or anything like that. You see? Listen to that language. You got to listen to the language in, in which they write. That little motherfucker made comments in school, supposedly, and had um, the teacher who's, who said, you know, he's talking shit or he's sharing shit amongst his friends. He didn't know. He wasn't online talking that. He had what, comments in the comment section? Or did he have a channel? Do you have a channel? He was on a platform talking? Did he have a platform no, he was talking? 4chan. Talk? Um, 4chan, huh? that's a little private chat world. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm familiar with that. A 4chan, yeah, 4chan, yeah. That's where the incels and... And shit hang out. and all that. Right. So they're trying to tie all of that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, they making all of that shit up. And, <laughs> and for our own black people to be pushing the term. See, because now it's a terrorist attack on our community. Now, all of a sudden, we get this big 1,000-page bill, probably, if we ever see it. They The, the, the bill just popped out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. It took them all of two days to write a lengthy-ass law like that. We got laws on two the books days. already. We got laws on the books okay. already. 
We got hell of domestic somebody, law. It's assault. If they die, it's murder. Bunch. We already got right. it on the book. Come on now. They did a domestic terrorism bill shit after Timothy they supposed supposedly supposedly blew up half of the federal fucking building. Right on is this. This is the fucked up part. The bad part about it is <clears throat> let's say close to none. <laughs> Because there's always an exception to the rule. So the mm-hmm. exception to a side, we don't have one Negro of prominence, put mm-hmm. it like that, mm-hmm. that's bold enough to call Joe Biden out on this obvious operation using our people as fucking guinea pigs to get his agenda crossed. That's what it is. It ain't enough for us in the world, baby. Man, right. That person to be counseled like shit. Real fast. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth. So don't be out in front of our people like you have some prominence and you ain't trying to wear, you know, the 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 coat that comes with it. If you full of shit, say you full of shit and we'll take you as you full of shit. Mm-hmm. But there ain't no way we not that this is because this is obvious, mm. and it's going to continue to get worse. And uh, it's just it's just it's just a sad state of affairs. Because see, like when something like this happens in a white community, those crackers will be the first. To say, hold on, y'all ain't gonna be labeled. We need to look at this shit a little bit more. False flag. They start breaking that shit down to exonerate them. You know what I'm saying? Because the picture uh-huh. don't look right. They they break it down. But you come to a high community and just run any old operation you want, and we're just supposed to sit here and take uh-huh. whatever they tell us. That it was, man. That was the quickest goddamn investigation. The shit happened one day. They had the man profile, Facebook, his 4chan chat. Of course, the uh, what you call that thing, the manifesto. Like, mm-hmm. how many motherfuckers go kill somebody and leave with a manifesto? I mean, all this killing going on in the black community. I have yet to see one Negro leave a goddamn manifesto after he went and shot up the whole. Place. <laughs> It's obvious, and it's going to turn around and bite us in the long run. They're doing it under the banner of this so-called get white supremacy, but they are brothers and sisters. At the end of the day, it's going to turn around and be used against us. These people ain't going to be, they're not in the business of, if that was the case, Bill Gates would have been jumped his ass off a bridge since he, so concerned about the fucking population, but he ain't. Mm-hmm. He giving them poison to Africa and us, right? Like we need here, right? Y'all depopulate yourself, right? It's going to turn around, and it's going to all of this. Mark my words, it's going to come a day 
where those black codes from the 1930s, we ain't seen shit because they're putting it in place right in front of our face. You asked a very important question, which I'm going to ask you the question. Maybe you got the answer now that I done ran it for two minutes now. What is domestic terrorism? What is domestic terrorism? Uh, When you create a violent act within the country? I don't know. (laughs) I think all crime is domestic terrorism. (laughs) They're laboring parents as domestic (laughs) terrorists because they pissed off because they don't want their kids looking at pornographic material in the fucking second grade. Right. They're being labeled domestic terrorists. Uh, the, the January 6th, which we now know was a provocateur love fest down that motherfucker, and they still failed. They failed uh, to get what they really was trying to get. That's domestic terrorism. Ultra MAGA, whatever the hell that's supposed to be. So if this man decides to run again, whoever supports that man, now they're domestic terrorists. Oh, I have a, I have a true story. My grandmother, who was living just fine into her mid-80s, she go take a goddamn shot. Next thing you know, she just started having strokes until she died. But if I say that, terrorism, because you're causing harm to others. So me making an issue of all these goddamn kids coming down with hepatitis for some strange reason, right? Man. That's domestic terrorism. Now, all this jumping up and down us black folks have been doing and can do, all of that now can be considered domestic terrorism. And if we all went to Joe Biden's door and say, you know, we're marching against you, Joe, because you're doing some white supremacist shit, all that, let's all get along and we love y'all, that shit gone out the window, you're going to be labeled a domestic terrorist. Yeah, they, they you know, they definitely um, broaden the term. It, it, like I said, I mean, you, when you make shit vague, you can go ahead and put a whole bunch of shit up under a, a definition. Because, you know, like everything else, just like they changed the, the, the Bible, not necessarily the Bible, but you can throw that in there if you like. But, you know, how they change words and definitions over the year from its original meaning, then they can do the same thing with domestic terrorism, you know? They can change it yeah. based on just the time of the of the year, the the environment or the, you know what I'm saying, that what's going on in the world today. They can change it accordingly. It's a broad situation. It's very wide. It ain't that deep, but it's wide. That's all I'm saying. You know, um, that's, <laughs> that's reading a slippery it. slope. That's yeah, slippery it is. Slope. It becomes very slippery. This is the opening of Pandora's box, but that's the whole intent. That that's the intent of it. Um, you see, here we go. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer. Democrat from Maryland pointed to January 6th attack on the Capitol as the reason the legislation is needed. So which one is it? Is it because of Buffalo or is it because of January 6th? You see what I'm saying? 
this shit just dropped. This article just dropped 30 minutes, y'all. So it, it dropped after the show started. This shit dropped after I started talking. This is how easy this shit is to see. But the majority of people have no fucking clue. They don't even see the scam that's being ran on them. Oh, shit, Nubi done said something there. He done said something there, Nubi. What article? No, just, it, just, uh, it was breaking news. It's breaking news of the, um, of the bill, Brian. They just broke the, the story like 45 minutes ago, like an hour ago. So for the last two days, Congress has been putting together this bill, so, supposedly. I think they already had it on deck. Because they're not that smart to come up with nothing in two days. But, hey. So, Stenny Hoyer says, because of January 6th, he said, I know, as I believe every member of this house knows, that extreme extremist violence can reach anyone, anytime, anywhere. Whether it be a place of worship, a grocery store, or as we learned, the, this very hall, he said <laughs> on the floor. Republican leaders have recommended that their members vote against this legislation. In a memo, House GOP offices, Minority Whip Steve Scalise said the bill will create unnecessary and duplicative, du- um, uh, duplicative domestic terrorism office. Of course, duplicative, right? Because like Mr. Lowry just said, they already got this shit in place. So why are you doing it twice? Because it's going to have a totally different function. That's the that's the reasoning. All right? One is going to have a completely different function than the other. It's like, like Mr. Lowry said, you get rid of the Department of Truth, you create a domestic terrorism branch of the Department of Homeland Security. Because remember, this truth ministry shit fell under the uh, Department of Homeland Security. See, because that shit, what that shit didn't fly. People caught on to that real quick. People caught on to that 1984 shit with the Ministry of Truth. They said, "Hmm, all right, this should happen. Now let's create a bill, call it domestic terrorism offices all around the country, even though we already have that shit. Let's create it twice." Republican Chip Roy of Texas on the House floor said the bill was about empowerment of the federal bureaucracy to target Americans. This is nothing more than empowering the federal government to police thought, to police thought and speech in America. Oh, Chip, Chip, you just said it, Chip. Oh, Chip. Chip just said it. Chip just said it. This is nothing more than a bill to empower the federal government to police thought, the thought police and speech in America. We should oppose it roundly, Chip said. We got a hand up. We got 909. 909, your mic is open. Hello, hello. It's Suzette. Suzette, what's happening? <laughs> Long time no here. What's happening? Yeah, with you? yeah. 
Oh, just being How you been doing? You know. I've been doing okay. Can't you doing all right? But how about you? Huh? I'm doing great, darling. I'm doing good. I, I can't complain. I, I can't complain. In the midst of confusion, I'm I'm good. But the, the world is spinning wildly out of control, I'm staying centered. I'm good. Good. Yeah, that's good to hear. It, it can be hard mm-hmm. to do, too, sometimes. You just wish you didn't know so, so oh, much. Yeah. It's like you just go crazy. It's like, oh, man, I can't do anything about it. Who do I tell? What do I do? Or so it's like almost a waste. But then I can't keep my mouth shut, so I've got to talk about it. That's <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, so you can be miserable, too, people. No, you can't. But right. um, getting back to the um, Ministry of Truth and this domestic violence crap, um, yeah, or terrorism, words are violence. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been working up to this, and so oh, when yeah. words are violence, now you're domestic terrorists. And that Christ mm-hmm. called to church um, that we had talked about on your show here a while back, a few months ago, where um, mm-hmm. the social media sites are monitoring for domestic terrorism and foreign terrorism. So they were put in place, and now, now they've got the green light, and now they've got that weird lady that likes to sing Disney songs um, while she's smiling and looking at you and calling you right. a domestic they got, terrorist. They fired her, though. <laughs> they, they fired her, thank goodness. Oh, they did? Okay, they good. Her. Yeah. <laughs> she was creepy. <laughs> like the rest of them, I mean, fucking weirdos. But yeah. Yeah, she had no credentials, although she was labeled them um, an expert. In international social media, I was like an expert in international. So I didn't know they had such a thing. <laughs> she just labeled herself that. Right, right. I I consider you an expert, and Mr. Lowry an expert on um on analysis of yeah. domestic terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, you know. I mean, you just know how the game plan gonna unfold. That's all. It's just, you know, it's just confirmation for shit we already know, Suzette. You know, things we talk about all the time. So it's just, it's, it's just interesting. And you know, I, 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 I smile because, you know, we, cause we know the shit is coming. It's, it's, it's the same playbook. You ain't never got to switch shit up when it works every single time. You don't mm-hmm. have to. So they never do. So it's just, you know, you know what's coming. They just get better at it, you know, as far as, um, okay, so we got this far with what we wanted this time around. And so mm-hmm. we ran into some obstacles. So now we know how to fix those and organize or do whatever we got to do to, to, you know, still beat them. And it's like, yeah, we're still trying to figure out <laughs> what right. they're doing or where they're doing it or how to fix it. You know, it's here. It's, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do other than to say, Accept it, and then you're going to have to move on from there if you're going to try and fix it or resolve it. Because fighting it from this standpoint, right. they've already they're already in place. True. 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 Indeed. We got <laughs> nine minutes, y'all. I'm glad you called in. We got nine minutes until the top of the hour. Nine minutes before overtime. So. If you are listening on the cell phone and you've been on the line for a minute, make sure you hang up and call right back in, baby. Um, so it's you, you know, so you can get back in for the last hour of the of the um for the last yeah. hour of the show. I'm gonna mute okay, myself because I'm gonna just listen to the discussion. So thank you for oh, taking you my can, call. Oh, you know how to do it. No, of course you jump in anytime. You know how we do it here. Um, because in the top hour we're gonna get into our. 
I appreciate Say what, Suzette, Larry? you know, I, I appreciate mm-hmm. Suzette's comments. But she's speaking yeah, to the same fine. thing that um, I alluded to earlier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be hard to really do anything inside of the dialectic once they get that narrative going, because all roads going to lead, you know, to Rome. Uh, one of their main problems is alternative or independent media. media. They're having yes. a huge problem with that. Um, yeah. So you. So and, this is why you have to. This is why you have to curb or put an attack on people's words because you got all. You got OAN. You, it's a whole bunch. Like I said, we all can just create a platform if we want to right now, every, any and every one of us. Right. It's, it's, so, you know what I'm saying? So you have to create, um, you got to create these avenues to be able to um, shut people down. You know, I mean, this is why they're so mad at Elon for trying to buy Twitter because he's exposing. I, now I'm think, I think I'm going to say I think. Oh, I'm going to say I believe because I could be wrong. But I believe that he was buying Twitter to show the fallacy in how it was run, how it's being ran, and what their true purpose. Oh, man. With Twitter. Did he? Man. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about 70% funny account? Right. 70%? But, see, that was the issue. That became an issue. I remember when um, AOC first came on, and there was a group out there, and that was the mm-hmm. issue. That's another one of these issues. People wasn't really, you know, we hear it and we don't hear it. But the issue with her was she was totally manufactured. Man, our whole system basically is beginning to look like is one big ass farce. All this popularity is manufactured. So when you go to these Twitter accounts and you see AOC uh two million followers. God damn, well uh one million nine hundred and ninety nine are fake. Giving fake responses. Right. Given the illusion of some type of popularity, which then lends credibility to an illusion of she's in office based on a pure vote, when all of it is an illusion. We already know Fall Dente, his ass, he got like five different movie sets he worked from. So we don't know if he's in the studio today. Is he in the White House? You know, uh, nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. he's standing in front of the green screen most of the time, and they putting the rest of it together, but they give it through us through TV. And uh, I was reading, uh, somebody had sent me, I got to send it to you, it was a clip, and it was saying TV is the most dangerous indoctrination tool ever. Oh, it is. And in this well, clip, I mean, it is. It, she got a member of television. It has the guy talking. Movies right? so was created they have him in by the military, baby. Right. So they're showing that. you. Committed by the military. 
Mm-hmm. So, All the people that ran the studios, the movie motion picture studios in the 1940s and, and shit yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. All military oh, yeah. men. Hollywood. But go ahead. To, to use so, it for that purpose. Um, mm-hmm. So I would agree with, 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 with uh, you know, Suzette, we, we're in a pretty deep hole. Uh, that's for sure. But you, you, we have to learn how to start to think and act outside that dialectic. That's the only way you can beat it. You can't beat it from within it because from within it, it already accounts for your opposition. Mm-hmm. So when they ran this, this, this operation in uh, Buffalo, <clears throat> that was a sophisticated operation designed that even the most skeptical of the skeptical is going to end up inside the dialectic, which leads everything right to where, you know, they want it to be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, 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 this news article right here. And okay. What we, you got? We're going to have to, we're going to have to look at that whole, piece of legislation because I mean they got so many anti-violence uh, somebody wrote it in the chat they got so many of these types of laws that it's true right what's the need for another one just enforce what the fuck you already have on the book and why do you need to bury it within an established agency so you can't touch it see that ministry of truth they did it outside it, 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 it set out there now you're going to put yeah. it like a department level so you're going to bury it inside of some a division there we're going to create a division of domestic terror we have to look at we have to look at all of that legislation we're going to have to pull that legislation out um to see what's in it um cause, for sure because it's already illegal to commit an act against the goddamn that wasn't that the, with the Patriot when they blew up the goddamn World Trade Center nine one one? Didn't they yeah, have yeah. like the Patriot Act? You talking about the first like time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. When it was the blind Muslim man supposedly the blind Muslim man back in nineteen ninety three? No, nine one one. I think George oh, Bush okay. did the the the, uh, the Patriot Act that okay. gave the NSA the right to spy and detain any of us if we're suspected of domestic terrorism. Um, that, that, that's what that was. So all of this stuff is still on the book. So, yeah, it would be interesting to actually see what's inside of that. Uh, and the fact that they're doing it because 11 black people got shot, that's, that's some bullshit. I mean, like you said earlier in the show, we've been, you know, having drive-by shootings for a long time. They have not adjusted one law to deal with that shit. Like grandmothers and babies yeah. getting shot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. So domestic sure. extremist groups. <laughs> it's just wild. Let's get to. Let me let me pull up. Um, Let's pull up uh, the silent weapon for a secret war. 
because that's what I mean. This 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 that shit. They've been they've been operating from off of that off of that notion a silent weapon for a secret war for since the 1940s. Since the 1940s, 1940s were were transformational time. This is when they understood how to create real world order, true war, world order. They learned that shit after the first world world war. They understood how they can build legacy companies off of it, extreme amount of wealth, uh, mass control of, of people, all that shit. They learned that. So they've been having a silent weapon for <laughs> a silent war for a long time. Let me pull that shit up. I keep forgetting to pin it on my thing. You got? Do you got it, Mister? Um, sorry. I, I mean, I'm sure I can. I can find it. I just want to make sure I got the original. Hold on. There we go. Um, is this the original document? Oh, I hope this is it. I meant to pin it. I meant to fucking download it, and I didn't. Uh, uh, hold on, y'all. Hold on, people. I'm coming up with it. Hold on. Is this it? Uh, this is it. Yep, got it. Okay. Just for anybody who wants it. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. For your for your own keepings. Let's get to it. I think we was on energy. We finished on energy. Um, right? Oh shit. I don't need to need to see it like that. There we go. Energy. We did the political introduction. Um, energy. Political introduction. Okay, I think we finished here. I'll go back to energy. Mm. You know when they do shit side by side like this, I'd be having a hard time knowing which way it's supposed to read. Like, do you go down or do you go to the right or to the left? Let me see. Maybe I'm dyslexic. Um, all right, it says energy is recognized as the key to all activity on Earth. Natural science is the study of the sources and control of natural energy. And social, and social science, theoretically expressed as, as economics, is the study of the source and control of social energy. Both are bookkeeping systems, mathematics. Therefore, mathematics is the primary energy science, and the bookkeeper can be king if the public can be kept ignorant of the methodology of the bookkeeping. Now, they said something there. That's understanding the economic, how shit works. And you'd be surprised, Mr. Light, how many motherfuckers do not understand the economic structure and how, how shit works, you know, how, how this economy works. And you can see how it controls the energy. They're saying this is the primary energy of science and the social energy for people. It's fucking with the finances, standing how it works. That's something there. It says all science is merely a means to an end. The means mm-hmm. is knowledge. The end is control. Ooh. 
All science is merely a means to an end. The means is knowledge. The end is control. So why do we say we have to make it our business to know? You see why that's the saying, Dr. York said, you have to make it your business to know? What's the root word of knowledge is to know. Because if not, you are controlled. All science is merely a means to an end. The means is knowledge. The end is control. Beyond this remains only one issue. Who will be the beneficiary? In 1954, this was the issue of primary concern. Although the so-called moral issues were raised in view of the law of natural selection, it was agreed that a nation or world of people who will not uh, use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence. And what we want, what we look, what we looking at out here? A whole bunch of mindless ass animals. <laughs> well, that's pretty much with no fucking intelligence, <laughs> no intellect. Right. That's what it looked like when I seen them people jump on that boy Freddie Gibbs, 20 niggas on one, just this animals, animal behavior. It, it just made me want to say, like, they, they just need to be wiped off the fucking planet. Like, their DNA needs to be gone. These niggas don't need to procreate or none of that. Because you fuck it up for the rest of the people who got intellect. But even though those who have intellect, for the most part, you will stay above it all at the end of the day, because we know we know we know what we're looking at. We we understand it. Intellect, it's intelligence, intel. We get it. Such a people are beasts of burden, and mm-hmm. stakes, uh, and stakes on the table by choice and consent. And this is why they just unleash all kind of shit on the people. That's why they do it. It's your burden. Again, go watch Utopia. Utopia, to me, is some of the most profound shit that's been made in the last couple years. To me, Utopia told it all right in your fucking face, right in your face, what they want to do. You're a useless eater. You're about to create this virus. It's going to take as many people as we can, the ignorant, the willfully who consent to their own destruction. Now you got these children who got hepatitis just breaking out all over the place. Now they just dropped some monkey pox that supposedly just hit America. I'm telling you, every, every, some people just made themselves, y'all, susceptible to every type of disease known to man. That's what these folks have done to themselves, to themselves. They did it to themselves. I told you I got to play this at least once a month. I think we should be respectful of each other. This is my shit right here. I love this. I'm going to play it once a month because we're watching it happen right now. Brother, disappointed. My name is Dr. Sean Brooks, Ph.D., um, Oxford. I have 
48 publications, including 23 books. I've studied health medicine, anatomy, and physiology for approximately 21 years. Dr. Robert Malone, who created the messenger RNA vaccine, has said no one should ever take these jabs ever under any circumstance whatsoever. He created it, and he says don't ever do it. So let me explain what's going to happen to the people who have taken it. Excuse me. The people who have taken it are going to die in the next six months to three to five years for three reasons. Number one, you've dramatically decreased your own immune system by 35%. The first jab did it by at least 15. The second did it by 35. Now, if you take any booster shot, you will die. That's it. You take a flu shot in the future, you will die. Second reason, antibody-dependent enhancement. Antibody-dependent enhancement is what is happening with these jabs with everybody who has taken them. Unless, of course, you've taken a placebo, but there's no way that you would know that. So given that fact, antibody-dependent enhancement tricks the entire body into believing that the cell that's eating the pathogen is eating it when it isn't. It ends up leading to what's called a... That will cause your death, and there's no stopping that. No amount of drugs will stop that. The third thing, blood clotting. Everyone who has taken the jabs is blood clotting. If you don't believe me, there's a way you can find out. Take what's called the D-dimer test. What that does is that detects blood clotting at the microscopic level. They're cutting full blood clots out of people right now. As I'm talking to you, millions have died from the jabs. In your last meeting, you advocated for people to take the jabs potentially in the future along with wearing masks. And I heard parents say the same thing. So to the parents who are actually considering jabbing their own children, you're going to sterilize them permanently. People who have taken the jabs are sterilized. 80% of women who have been jabbed have lost their children in the first trimester. You can't have kids. You've also injected yourself with the equivalent of HIV. You can now no longer breastfeed, and we know this is true because that plaque shit, that shit called plaque severe, whatever it is, plaque shit, that, that shit that Pfizer put out that's supposed to be a, um, uh, a preventative, like when you first get it, it literally has an um, ingredient that's based off of the medicine that they gave to HIV patients. Okay. And remember, see, this shit that they created, that Plaxfit, whatever it's called, that was supposed to be given to people who are, who are not vaccinated. You see what they're doing there? You see what they're doing there? Because they already knew a part of that shit was given to the people who took the jab, so they're like, we got to find a way to inject people who have not taken it, but yet might be silly enough to go fuck with our, with our drug steal and actually created it with the ingredient. For, that is treated for people with HIV. And this is why people are continuously getting sick. Here's, a, here's something for you that dropped last week, that then had to drop last Wednesday, that should have been blown the fuck up, but it wasn't. They talked about it for 24 hours and let it ride. But look, a growing, this is the headline, a growing share of COVID deaths are amongst the vaccinated 
and boosted people. Growing share of COVID-19 deaths are among vaccinated people. They finally admitted it right there in people's face, and and they just go ahead and skipped over that fucking conversation. Oh, shit, Oshun, for real? She said her mom just went to see if she got blood clots. Oh, man, I hope, oh, man. But a lot of people, man, unfortunately, that shit going to rise in motherfuckers later on in the years to come down the line. Uh, and they're going and, and, and to be able to say we didn't know or they're going to have plausible deniability altogether. It says, since COVID-19 vaccines became widely available, there has been a wide gap of deaths between vaccinated and unvaccinated. That's what they say. Remember, it was the pandemic of the unvaccinated. But recent COVID deaths are much more evenly split. The vaccine protection wanes, and boosters are stagnant. Breakthrough infections are common now. (laughs) It ain't funny, but it's funny. We said it. We said it was coming. We said it was coming. And Dr. Sean said if you fucked around, you wouldn't have gone and did that shit. Yeah, I'll leave it there. You get the point. Let's go back to uh, Silent Weapon for a Quiet War. Consequently, in the interest of future world order, peace, and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American public with an ultimate objective of permanently shifting to natural and social energy. Of the undisciplined and the irresponsible, wait, wait, let me read that again. I think I missed something. Consequently, in the interest of future world order, and peace and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American people. We're just watching it play out now with the Great Reset. It's the same thing. It's the same document. It's the same shit. Like I said, it's been going on really since that, I can notably think, since the, ninth, the early 1940s. Okay? To, to get people in order. To wage war, to get people in order and get those who are useless eaters, irresponsible people, the fuck out of here. In the name of peace and tranquility and fairness and equity and equality. That's the moniker now. That's the calling card now. And people are going to fall for it hook, line, and sinker. Because if we create, like Mr. Lowry said, we create the problem, give, you know, whatever it's then. Give, didn't give you the solution. The solution is this. It was the Great Reset. This is the way to get out of the the harsh conditions that have been created. Consequently, in the interest of future world order and peace and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American public with the ultimate objective of permanently shifting the natural and social energy, which is wealth, of, of 
the wealth of the undisciplined and irresponsible, many into the hands of the self-disciplined, responsible, and worthy few. See, that's why it's all about ascension. This is all about ascension. See, because then the ones who are on high and the 50,000 that come on the, to war, to battle on our behalf, will make sure we are of that few. Of that few, excuse me. Because why? We're self-disciplined. Because we are responsible. Okay? We see what the undisciplined and the irresponsible around here doing. We watch it. We witness this shit every single day. In order to implement this objective, it was necessary to create, secure, and apply now weapons which, as it turned out, were a class of weapons so subtle and sophisticated in their principle of operation and public appearance as to earn them the name silent weapons. I think I'm reading this shit wrong. I think it, I think it goes straight down, Mr. Larry. I could be wrong. Oy. Oh, no. No, I'm mad. Uh, Cause I, it goes cause I don't know straight if I'm down it. and then to the right. Hmm? It's straight down and then to the right? Well, you're in the right column now, right? I, I think. I'm on the left. I just finished that last sentence. I'm in, in conclusion... The objective of economic yes, research. Yes, come straight all the way down okay. that column and then go. Then go to the right. Okay. Mm. In conclusion, the objective of economic research, as conducted by the was that magnets of capital, which are banking, and the industries of commodities, which are goods and services, is the establishment of an economy which is totally predictable and manipulatable. In order to achieve a totally predictable economy, the low-class elements of the society must be brought under total control, i.e. must be housebroken, trained, and assigned a yoke of long-term social duties from the very early age before they have an opportunity to question the propriety of the matter. See, this is what I'm saying. This is what they're doing now in a quick, fast, and hurry. Say what now? We just heard that. We just heard Joe Biden put a yoke on everybody's neck. It is our duty. Mm. We must all get in this fight Mm. to stop white supremacy. Duty of each one of us to live by the... He's placing the yoke around you. Oh, right, right. To make it be like if you're not a part of this, you're you're the problem. Right. That's putting a yoke around people's neck. That's forcibly trying to get them to adhere and fall under under line, fall fall in line, and be under the control and trained yes. and housebroken like the rest of them. Yes, I think that's one of the. Uh... Most effective things that have been done to our community. We got a big ass yoke around our neck. Strong. You know, 
on the force of this, I put the I put the yoke around your neck before you even mm. have a chance to even to question, question the viability of what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm gonna put the yoke on you. Mm. So I'm gonna put this big ass hundred pound monkey on your back. All right. Before you have a chance to even In walk o- down the street. All right. In order to achieve such conformity. The lower class family unit must be dis- disintegrated by a process of increasing preoccupation of the parents and the establishment of government-operated daycare centers and occupationally orphaned children. What's the number one thing Joe Biden and the motherfuckers talk about? We got to create free child care for everybody. Give everybody universal free pre-K daycare. Get the babies out of the hands of the mothers immediately. Free daycare, bitch. Yep. They're saying this is a fundamental right, should be a fundamental issue. Fundamental right for all citizens. Baby, ain't nothing free in this world. It's always a yin and a yang, a up and a down, cause and effect. See, that's another yoke. Don't ever think nothing this is free. This should be a fundamental right. Yep. To make everybody take care of your kids. Yep. And I got you fighting the fundamental right. And you never had the opportunity to stop to actually look at the viability of what you were fighting for. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you. you. That's some heavy shit there. Occupationally orphaned children. (laughs) They really don't like this work from home shit, man. That's why why you got all the CEOs talking about, we need to get people back in office. This ain't going to work. We can't manage our crews from home on Zoom calls. And then they tied our hands because we were latchkey kids. Yes, we were. time you reached first or second grade, you had that little chain with the little balls on it and your key yep. around your neck. You knew to take your – I was one of them. You knew to take – most of my mother – I remember forgetting my mother was a, a fucking security guard. I would never forget she worked at um, Rockridge Mall. Mm. Um, in in um in North Oakland, and um I remember having my key. You take your ass, Mama was like, go in the house. You don't let nobody in. Do your fucking homework. Right. You know, and you wait till I get home. I'll be home by six. Mm-hmm. Okay. You better be in there Period. about when you're straight home from school. And if I call, you better yep. answer. Answer the phone. Real talk. Real talk. Within two rings at that. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It says the quality of education given to lower class must be the mm. poorest source. Yeah. So that, <laughs> so let us say, so the meat, I don't know, meat of ignorance Isolating the inferior class from the superior class is and remains incomprehensible to the inferior class. 
With such an initial handicap, even bright lower-class individuals have little, if any, hope of extricating extricating themselves from their assigned lot in life. This form of slavery is essential to maintaining some measure of social order, peace, tranquility, and a ruling upper class. Okay? See, this is why shit like critical race theory, all that shit cannot be taught to, to children. Because they know, because they know when they instill shit like this, that it's going is creating that handicapping. Correct. That handicapping of children. Correct. Don't worry, Timmy. You're struggling because all this shit is designed to be against you. It creates self-limiting beliefs in children. Because we know how, how strong the mind, mind is. Say what now? In that speech, what did Joe Biden just tell the whole world? The black folk in America is inferior to white people. You can strip out all of the salt and pepper the, he put the around. Flowery, yeah, the flowery did a flowery talk. Yeah. This got to <laughs> stop. It can't continue. What can't continue? <laughs> what got to stop? What yoke you putting around my neck? What is mm. the basic premise that the President of the United States looked into every black person's face and called them inferior? Mm. Right to their damn face. Double speak. It's always double and speak. And because our education is faulty, mm-hmm. we can't even see it. It's crazy. So, you crazy? Have, so there's your there's your understanding, y'all, of why it be so hard for people to pick themselves up. Because and excel. there's a deliberate booby trapping mm-hmm. of our education. Whether mm-hmm. we're getting it from an institution, whether we're getting it from school, whether we're getting it through culture, all of it. Is tainted, and because it is tainted, it's very few people understand that Joe Biden got on TV and called you a bunch of inferior niggas, and they don't understand it. In fact, they joined on with Joe create a law that's going to further put them in this trick bag you're talking about. Mm. This shit sounds like, remember when the the crack was tearing up our neighborhoods, right? And we ain't know what to do. Bring in the National Guard. That was black people calling for that shit. I remember because sure. I was there. Joe Biden, he was back in those days. He did the 1994 crime bill. Yep, I was talking about Niggas it earlier. was asking for him to do that shit. Because it was tearing up our communities. 
But the part that Joe Biden left out is him and Bill Clinton, Bush, and all of them. Well, goddamn, they was the, they was the fucking El Chapo's bringing the shit in. Facts. And we begged them, bring in a god, especially out on the West Coast in D.C. too. And the murders was off the chains here for a lot of years. Bring in a god. They brought in the national god. We uh, lock them out. That's why they did that crime. It was it was two sides to that crime bill. We got set up. We bit the goddamn cheese, right? They asked the man who put the cheese on the trap to help us. <laughs> man. That's how you got the crime bill. Does that sound it about is. right now? Do you remember those days? That's true. I surely do. Yeah, I was talking about it in, in the first uh, 30 minutes of the show. Absolutely. Niggas was asking for yeah. that shit. Yeah, they was. It was backed by the churches, um, you know, all, all your your black, uh, you know, like I said, churches, communities, all that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> because of faulty education. Man, that's a powerful mm-hmm. uh Paragraph that should be caused to get all of you that to, to get your kids out of school and put them in homeschooling. That was that last paragraph right there. Class in a hurry, yeah, it was. They saying this is how you keep the lower class low. Mm. You you pile so much shit on top of them, it's hard for them to, to dig themselves out from all the shit that's placed on top of them. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Descriptive, it says, descriptive introduction of the silent weapon. Uh-oh, this is going to get good. Okay. Everything that is expected from an ordinary weapon is expected from a silent weapon by its creators, but only in its own manner of functioning. It shoots situations instead of bullets. Did you hear that, y'all? It shoots situations instead of bullets. Propelled by data. Yo. It says this is the description, descriptive introductory introduction of a silent weapon. Everything that is expected from an ordinary weapon is expected from a silent weapon by its creators, but only in its own manner of functioning. It shoots situations instead of bullets. It's propelled mm. by data processing instead of a chemical reaction, a.k.a. an explosion. Understand? It's propelled by data processing. That's Psychological. Psychological. Data processing, what is that? That's creating <laughs> algorithms and everything else. What is data processing? That a processing is needed to be able to create patterns and predictable outcomes. All right? So, in other words, situations that create predictable outcomes is one of their chief weapons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Strong. Oh, these um, people are good here, man. They're good. <laughs> Go ahead. 
God damn. Yeah. I, I'm losing <laughs> man. It said it shoots situations instead of bullets, propelled by data processing instead of a chemical reaction explosion, originating from bits of data instead of grains of, of gunpowder, from a computer instead of a gun, operated by a pro- computer programmer instead of a marksman, under the orders of a magnet instead of a military general. Come on, y'all. The only thing they did was speed up and create it quick, you know, more powerful in the digital world. The silent weapons. These are the silent weapons. So, hence, we have Facebook. Hence, we have Twitter. Right? Because every we we always say Facebook is a social is a social experiment to see how people are going to react to things. They're collecting data. They're create they're collecting reactions to specific words, specific headlines written. This is the shit we do in marketing. It's to elicit a response and a particular type of response. Okay. Let me read that again one more time, J1. That that sentence is just so fucking powerful. It shoots situations instead of bullets, propelled by data processing instead of a chemical reaction, originating from bits of data instead of grains of gunpowder, from a computer instead of a gun, operated by a computer programmer instead of a marksman, under the orders of a banking magnet, instead of a military general. Okay? It makes no obvious explosive noises, causes no obvious physical or mental injuries, and does not obviously interfere with everyone's daily social life. Yet, it makes an unmistakable noise, cause unmistakable physical and mental damage, and unmistakably interferes with your daily social life. Unmistakably, unmistakable to the grain, from the to the train observer, one who knows what to look for. That's all our duty is to do. That's all our job is to do is to know what we're looking at. So we are ill-affected. I've been saying this shit for for years. That's that's your job. To fortify your mind and to be able to see things that are unseen and to understand how these people move, to see it happen before it happens. Therefore, we come out clean walking through the fire as everything else is burning up. The public cannot comprehend this weapon and therefore cannot believe that they are being attacked and subdued by the weapon. 
the public mm-hmm. might instinctively feel that something is wrong, but because of the technical nature of the silent weapon, they cannot express their feelings in a rational way or handle the problem with intelligence. Therefore, they do not know how to cry for help. They do not know how to associate with others to defend themselves against it. When a silent weapon is applied gradually to the public, the public adjusts, adapts to its presence, and learns to tolerate its encroachment, its encroachment on their lives until the pressure, psychological, via economic, becomes too great to the, to, until they crack. Tell me what the... Are they not putting on the pressure economically out here? Are they not doing it? Come on. Come on. Yeah, they're they putting a lot of pressure. <laughs> Shit. It's on haywire pressure right now. <laughs> I see you. What's that comment? Say that comment out loud so everybody can hear what you t- um, typed in the chat room. Uh, well, would you, everything you just read, relates to my uh, view that our communities are saturated with destructive agents. They're agents of these silent weapons. So what we're writing off as black-on-black crime, there's something underneath of it that's creating it and causing it to happen. But we can't perceive the cause. Because it is coming in, it is coming in the form of a silent weapon. Right. All we can see is our people dying, and and we're trained because of our faulty education to say it's black on black. But nobody stopped the question. I mean, I know black on black crime is something, but God damn, you talking about at least from the early '80s on up to today. They switch it around. They go from D.C. to Detroit, then to Oakland, then to Chicago, and then down the bar. They switch it. But, man, you got thousands dying yearly at a steady fucking clip. At an alarming rate. Yep. And, and nobody is is, is looking at um, what's underneath of it. And, and, and it's interesting because it says, these things are propelled by, and then it listed the things that were propelled by. So the situation, by the time they run that operation, they already got the, the program is already in place. The operation is the last part. And they can pretty much predict how you're going to move from there. So you can get uh, a, a paid uh, uh, mercenary to go into our community right. and just start clipping people off. Mm. They are the, the programming is there. They they know what the response is going to be. Black right. on black crime. Another black murder, and we can get and they can get away with it with impunity. Unity. So, a large scale operation on top of that. It says, when a silent weapon is applied gradually to the public, the public adjusts, adapts 
to his presence and learns to tolerate its encroachment mm-hmm. on their lives until the pre- – there it is, Mr. Lowry. Mm-hmm. They get used to it. They adapt. They, and once they, that happens, they, um, that's it. <laughs> Therefore, the silent weapon is a type of biological warfare. It attacks the vitality, options, and mobility of the individuals of a society by knowing, understanding, manipulating, and attacking their sources of natural and social energy and their physical, mental, and emotional strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Cold-blooded. (laughs) Theoretical introduction. Give me control over a nation's currency, and I care not what may, who makes his laws. Ooh, Mayor Amshel Rothschild. What a quote. Give me control over a nation's currency, and I care not who makes his laws. Amshel Rothschild. Today's silent weapons technology is in, wait, today's silent weapons technology is an outgrowth of a simple idea discovered, succulently expressed, and effectively applied by the quoted Mr. Mayor Amshel Rothschild. Mr. Rothschild discovered the missing passive component of economic theory known as economic inductance. He, of course, did not think of his discovery in the 20th century terms, and to be sure, mathematical analysis had to wait for the second industrial revolution to rise, the rise of the theory of monarchies and electronics, and finally the invention of the electronic computer before it could be effectively applied in the control of the world's economy. See, all that shit, that's why I be talking, man. You can't, I'm I'm glad, I'm very thankful that I was about fucking money. So you got to understand how they play these whole games economically which keep people mentally, physically, and spiritually bankrupt. I see it. I see how niggas talk down on other niggas who are economically ambitious. I see it. They knew exactly what they was doing. Niggas get mad when you tell them all this shit is yours and you can go get it if you really just understood the system instead of trying to play victim and say the system is designed against you. If that's the case, it's designed against everybody. Figure out the Rubik's Cube, bitch. That's all.
That's how, you know, and, and you see it out here in these streets. You see it on these Internet streets and shit. You see it? You know, they said it couldn't be done until the second industrial revolution came about. But we're heading into the fourth industrial revolution coming 2030. They know if you can't, if you can just hold on, keep your wits about yourself, your wits, your wisdom about yourself through this shit, you'll be able to participate in the multiple dimensional realities because they're going to try to make it hard out here for a pimp in so many ways. Oh, yeah. As they flip this shit over. Can you talk, take it just for a second? We got 15 minutes, y'all. Just take it for a second, Mr. Larry. Give, give us a summation of what you're getting from, from uh, yeah, the Yeah, this is... um. <clears throat> Some very good reading here, uh, you know, because science, science undergirds all of this stuff. Uh, you know, it's not like these people are just hitting us with all this stuff for no rhyme or reason. Uh, because if, if if you could find a true principle in life, you could just put it in any area. So the same thing is true for these uh, these. Uh, Electrical terms or electronics will be the same in economics, will be the same in the physical economy, will probably be the same in over in the uh the, 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 the spiritual realm too. These these are just basic principles, you know, and this sort of relates back. I like the way this thing is flowing because it went from teach the lower classes uh, a jacked up education and because of their jacked up education they could never see the underlying principles that's operating because if they could see the underlying principles operating that would neutralize these silent weapons of war um, and this is this is what this book is called silent weapons of war so they're they're not using these things uh, as a means of uh, 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 Bill Gates being this hell of a guy and he cares about humanity to the degree that He's going to spearhead the charge to get right. rid of 100 percent of right. the green air gas in the money. air. <laughs> you know, uh, he's not doing. Not only is he doing it to make money, but mm-hmm. earlier it 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 said it. It it is designed to maintain. Let me see if I can. But it said this form of slavery is essential uh, to maintaining some measure of social order. Peace mm-hmm. and tranquility for the ruling upper class. Right. So that's the intent of unleashing it is to really maintain to them, which is the status quo. So another way of putting it 
is, God damn it, the new world order <laughs> is the old world order. Right. What I'm trying to do is to maintain it. And uh, very little of it is different. It's just a matter of the, the machine tools uh, to control the population uh, that is being used. But the underlying principle, you know, is, is, is still there. Now, if I can control that currency, that means I control the flow of that electricity through that wire that comes down through your plug that lights your light bulb. So if I control that electrical current and I play games with that electrical current, it is then going to have an effect on the end product, which is, you know, your light going to start flickering and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, goddamn, the motherfucker said 100 watts, but it looked mighty dim in Mm -hmm. here because somebody is messing with the the currency. All right. And so and, and, and just I wanna be real clear when I talk about this. When I talk about economics and money and, and things like that, I, I see money as a spiritual thing. I see it very spiritual. Money to me is very spiritual in, in the means that money is all around us, even though it's not seen. Money can be in places, multiple places at one time. Only spiritual things can do that. So I see it as a, a spiritual exercise in the, participate, in the participation of being able to collect currency, energy. Right. Now, if you can use your mind to get it and not your physical body to get it, because I consider, like what I do, a mental exercise. It is mental. It started with a thought. That became a concept, from a concept to conceiving how to do it, and then it came into the physical. To me, that's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's currency. We got a couple minutes. Let me see if I can knock out these, this last little one here called the general energy concepts. General cool. energy concepts. You showing your one way today. You about to bust him in the head with that one. I know. Then we leave. Should we leave a cliffhanger? Then and just wait. Yeah, we can leave a cliffhanger. Maybe I'll start. Maybe let me do a cliffhanger with a with a with a, with the sentence mm-hmm. with the opening paragraph. Mm-hmm. In the study of energy systems, there always appears appears what there is. I don't know. Daryl's elementary. Oh, that's a wait. wait, wait. There's always appear Daryl's elementary concepts. These are potential energy, kinetic energy, and energy dissipation. And corresponding to those concepts, there are Daryl, oh, shit, I, I can't see that. Is that, there are three, okay, there are three idolized, essentially pure physical counterparts called passive components. I, I got to read that sentence, the paragraph again. It, it didn't make any sense because I read it all fucked up. Excuse me. In the study of energy systems, there always appears Daryl's elementary concepts. 
These are potential energy, kinetic energy, and energy dissipation. And according to these concepts, there are three idolized, essentially pure physical counterparts called passive components. Oh, now i got to read. So now I have to understand. I have to understand what it's talking about. In the science of physical mechanics, the phenomena of potential energy is associated with a physical property called elasticity or stiffness and can be represented by a stretching spring or a rubber band. Potential energy. I totally get it. I can visualize it now. Potential energy, meaning if you have something here and you pull it back, right, you pull the rubber band back, at that point, before you release it, that's potential energy. It's in a potential energy state as a rubber band fully stretched out. You see what I'm saying? Okay, I hope you all can see it. That's, that's potential energy, right? In electric, in, in electric science, potential energy is stored in a capacitator instead of a screen. This property is called um, competence. Competence. How am I say that? Capacitance instead of elas- elas- elasticity or stiffness. Get it? Capacity. That's that's the root word. Capacity. It's capacity. What is your capacity? How much can how much can you hold? What is your capacity? You get it. So how much can you load up? How much how much of a load can you have for, for potential energy? I'm trying to visualize it. Um, yeah, I did with the rubber band, but I'm trying to think of it in another term too. Potential potential energy. I think a lot of people got potential energy. They don't know how to uh, they don't know how to use it. Or to use it in the wrong manner. Number two, in the science of physical mechanics, the phenomenon of kinetic energy is associated with the physical property called inertia or mass and can be represented by a mass or a flywheel in motion. You know what um, inertia is like? I was thinking about centripetal force. Never mind. I was thinking about centripetal. So the flywheel, and a flywheel is like those uh, little pin, those pinwheels, right, that we would have as children, and you put it in the wind and it turns. Isn't that what a flywheel is in motion, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken? Okay. Kinetic energy. The electric, in electric science, kinetic energy is stored in a magnetic field instead of a mass. This property is called inductance instead of inertia. Number three, in the science of physical mechanics, the phenomenon of energy dissipation is associated with the physical property called friction or resistance and can be represented by a dash pot or other device which converts system energy into heat. And that's why I don't, me personally, resistance is a good thing. People are afraid of resistance. People run from friction. There's a time and a place 
right? There's a time and a place where that's acceptable and when it's not. Resistance is good. It's like if you ever rode a bike. If you ever rode a bike and you turn and you and you got gears on it, those gears are a levels of resistance. So if you're on a stationary bike and you're riding it and you change the resistance, it builds up strength. It, it's building you. Resistance to me, it, it makes for it makes for you being very strong if you can deal with resistance, if you can deal with that. You know, that's just me personally, <clears throat> how I take to it. In electrical science, dissipation of energy is performed by an element called either a resistor or a conductor. In terms, the term resistor being the one generally used to express the concept of friction and the term conductor being generally used to describe the more ideal device, i.e. a wire, employed to convey electric energy efficiently from one location to another. The property of a resistance or a conductor is measured by either resistance or conducence reciprocals. In economics, these three energy concepts are associated with economic um, competences, capital, money, stocks, inventory, investments in buildings and durables. Number two, economic conductance, goods, production, flow, co- coefficients, economic induction, services, the influence of people. Of, of influence, excuse me, services, the influence of the population of industry and output. All of the mathematical theory developed in the study of one energy system, mechanics or electronics, can be immediately applied in the study of any other energy system, i.e. economies. So next week, um, on this part, we go into Mr. Rothschild Energy Discovery. See, this is you know this is why we got we always got to be tapping into this old shit, man, because they be just telling they just be telling white folks secrets. You know, you can always solve all this shit. We still time is still on our side, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like time, there's no such thing as time. Time is an illusion. So understand that we got more than enough to really uncover and to understand everything out here in the best way that we can and how we apply it to our lives, and it makes our lives better, greater, more purposeful, more prosperous, more peaceful. You know what I'm saying? All those things as the world around fucking just goes fucking crazy. What's your parting words, parting words, parting shots before we get up out of here, Mr. Larry? Well, <laughs> that, that, it was a very powerful reading. Um, that's a whole lot I'm looking there. forward we can go to reading more. Pack it. Uh, 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 next week, just, you know, just, just try not to uh, allow these... Uh, social engineers to take you down a rabbit hole uh, because what is needed is a, a clear mind so 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 that energy can flow through right you don't need nothing 
blocking up that capacitance, right? Those uh, your your capacitors and all of that is, is, is clogged. You can't get the flow of the uh, the natural thoughts that's embedded mm-hmm. in your DNA coming up through you because they're clogging it up with a whole bunch of bullshit. So, mm-hmm. you know, this week, you know, um, if you're looking at the news and stuff like that, look for the bullshit. You know, um, try to stay away mm-hmm. from their goal because we know what that is, is to put our asses in a trick bag. And uh, for God's sake, don't look at CNN, man. I think uh, <laughs> after the the... the the thing with that that happened in Buffalo, I said, let me check out CNN. I couldn't take mm-hmm. no more than five minutes of that shit. That shit was toxic. <laughs> I mean, that shit almost drove me. I'm real sensitive to it. Maybe that's why I have a very low tolerance for it. But Probably. I'm like, man, God damn. They was on that joint, right. like, going oh, hard. You already hard. know. You, oh, oh, I know. They was just riding until the wheels fall off. Man, Check it out. So, There's a movie. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Well, I can go to uh, fall asleep to it. It's, it's called Silent Weapons for Quiet, for Quiet Wars. It's on Amazon. Um, it was made in 2009. It says, winner of the 2009 Wonderland Award in the brutal zero-sum game of the new future, every meal is a murder. Every act of love is a declaration of genocidal war. To survive it, you will have to make alliances with the sleeping demons in your blood. Learn to wear new names and faces and shed your soul. Feed your inner child to the machine before it eats you alive. Build and defend your own heaven. Ooh, build and defend your own heaven and become one of the sacred secret tools with which nature reinvents itself. Mm -hmm. To win this game, you will have to change into everything that you are not. To play, you need only open this book and arm yourself. Oh, it's not a movie. It's a book. Fucking movie. That sounds good. That sounds like that would be a real good movie. (laughs) Shit. I thought it was a movie. Shoot. Okay, okay. Well, never mind. Never mind on that one, y'all. I thought it was a movie. <laughs> All right. Well, with that one, y'all, that's that's how damn politics for tonight. I want to thank all y'all for riding with us tonight, staying up, kicking it with us. Uh, We're going to do it again next Wednesday. Thank you again, Mr. Lowry, as always, building with me. Um, Man. It's a pleasure. I, I appreciate it. Um, Suzette coming through. I don't know if she's still on the okay. line. I don't know if she hung up. But um, thank you, Suzette, for coming on through. Everybody that stayed up with us tonight, Nunya, J1, Oshun, Young Ty, IB. I see L is is in the building. What's happening, L? L is is in the building. Newbie was in the building. Everybody stayed up, man, and rocked with us tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Don, for streaming the show as always, and providing the platform for me to uh, do my thing. I appreciate it, man. I know I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen L in, in the after party. I'm trying to think, have I ever seen L in the after party, man? That's what's up. Thanks for coming through, L. L, good people. But till next Sunday, 
Remember again, y'all, the Don Nicoleone show comes on 6 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time, so Thursday night. And you, you really need to come through, Mr. Lowry. She's reading the mind book. It's, it's, you know, it's about that mind. She's reading the mind book. So if you ever get some, some opportunities to, to hang in the evening, Don's show has now been moved to the evening. So, um, Is it 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock? Oh, I'm sorry. It's up six o'clock is specific standard. Nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. She go live at the top of the hour, like we do here. So, seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, oh, ten o'clock. I'm just yes, ten o'clock. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I be I be from the uh, California perspective, the Pacific time on my side. So well, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Yeah, it's ten o'clock. But I got to go lay my ass down to get right back up. You know? Right? right? Yeah, so 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, the Don Nicole Show. Uh, that's what it is. So with that being said, y'all, we'll do it again. Y'all be safe. Be wise. Keep doing the damn thing. And uh, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. If I had that beat, I'd be playing that. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all. All right, peace. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.